from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How's everybody? Yeah, yeah. Good, Feeling good? good? Looking good? Thank Smelling you. good? Yeah. Everybody looks good and smells good, huh? How you doing, brother? Ain't that the way? Ain't that the way? I, I don't so hot. I know. Yeah, I don't mind I love it. it. Yeah. Oh, I my like God. That. I love I like it. That. I fell asleep outside. Isn't that... Yo, outside sleep's the best, huh? In the heat. Our air conditioner broke yesterday. Why? No, and you live in a condo. I know. So No breeze, no nothing, huh? Nothing. And you can't open a window in this weather because the the humidity just winds up destroying everything you own, right? We had to, like, call somebody. So what did you do? I called, like, anybody I could, like, HVAC people, and finally they sent somebody. But is it your responsibility with the building? No, it's ours because, like, the pan... The filter needed cleaning. The pan so anything was that's in your unit is your responsibility. Anything outside those walls right. is the building's responsibility. Right. Yeah. But who determines what's wrong with it, though? Well, they, I guess, determine that I'm going to determine. That so, doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so how did it break? Did you know, do you know how no, it broke? No, the, the alarm. There's an alarm in it. The alarm started going because the yeah. water wasn't going down the drain because right. it was dirty. The water was dirty, or like the drain the pan was dirty. Was all clogged up. Okay, so now there's a pan. Yeah, full okay. of water, and yeah. that wasn't draining. So, right. so how we're long were you guys? How long were you guys out with, without air conditioning for? The whole day. One day. One oh whole day. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, for God's sakes! <laughs> no, that, they would have come today. But I'm like, no, you need to but come they, right away. Okay. Listen to more, <laughs> it's an emergency. More, more, more dramatic tale of being without air conditioning for one whole day. <laughs> no, right? It wasn't even a full 24 hours. It wasn't hours. even a full day. How long, what time did you realize that there was no air conditioning? 11 a.m. And what time was it fixed? 6 p.m. Okay. Seven hours. Seven hours. That's a long not, not seven hours full, in the hot sun. Not even a not, full work day. Yeah, not even a full work day. Yeah, no. Okay, so you're fine now. Oh, yeah, great. Okay, Thanks for great. asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hot, though. I felt... Yeah. I felt do you, if you open your windows at the condo, do you get a breeze at all? Like, do you, you can't feel anything in those tiny little windows, right? Oh, hell no. If I no. open the balcony door, there's sometimes a breeze. If, oh, like a truck right, right, right. Yeah, but uh, the kind of humidity that we're getting. You can't open anything. Because as soon as you open a window or a door, yeah. it's just hot air yeah. blowing in. You can't open your legs. Can't open nothing. Steamy. It's, everything is so steamy. Everything is steamy. I lifted. I went to lie down. I was lying uh-huh. down on the couch, and it was like it was hot. But I had like I don't even know what I was wearing. Maybe I wasn't even wearing a shirt. But I went to lie down on the couch, and I lifted my arm up above my head because I like to put my hand behind my head yeah. when I when I take a nap. Right. Your right arm. My right. Always arm. your right arm. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I put my hand up. My arm, like the heat from my armpit, yeah, oh, I could feel on the side of my face. Ugh. Like that's how hot the crevices were. Everything. No, I didn't smell. Oh, right? sweaty? But that's, uh, yeah, I, I've been sweating for I don't know two months now. Yeah, I haven't stopped. Like it's just this is my kind of heat though. Because yeah. I always think, I always think I'm happy to deal with this kind of heat for now. Yeah, because in. Four months. Yeah, it's gonna be the complete opposite. Yeah, less than that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna shut be. Bro, shut up, Maureen. What is the matter with no, you? I was just correcting a man that made a mistake. You're one to correct somebody. I am now. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
When we were on vacation last week, I got one message more than anything else from so many people. Come in here, damn it, Maury. My Uh-oh. love. Oh, no. You want me to guess what it was? Yeah, guess what it was. The underwear thing. Yes, the underwear oh my God. thing. I have Guys. never been tagged in more posts in my life. So I got the exact same it was, thing. It was because it was a story about self-cleaning underpants. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, my God, buy these for Damn It Maury. Yeah, no. Did you? No. <laughs> First of all, okay, I'm not, I don't care no, what I, they are. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm flirting with you because you want me underwear. I'm just saying, did you? No, I would never buy you underpants. Yeah. I would just never would. It's weird. I, I would maybe tag you in it, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Check these out, bro. You need them. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Because for anybody who doesn't know, Damn Amore is notorious for wearing the same underpants days on days on days. He'll even time. work out in the same ones and then go home, take a shower, and then put the same dirty ass underwear back on. that's not all I'm notorious for. <laughs> So I don't know how these ones work, but I guess that self-cleaning underpants are made with materials that allow smell-causing bacteria to grow rapidly since they can't absorb your sweat. So the result, according oh. to the company, is clothing that is effectively self-cleaning, capable of destroying bacteria that would otherwise cling tight and work its way into your clothes. Oh, yes, toit. Do you feel the need to have self? Are, were you curious about this, Mario? Were you hurt when you f- sound when you found that everybody was tagging you no, in I the self cleaning like underwear? Was looking out for my best interest. Yeah, but you know, you what? So what? Were you, what do you feel your best interests are then? If people are looking out for them, I I, I immediately was going to say smell, but I don't. Okay, no. change your goddamn draw. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. I'm telling you, this was my entire vacation. Yeah. Was every time I would get a notification on my phone, it was somebody else sending me the story about the self-cleaning underpants yeah. and show saying, these to Maury. Show, needs show these. these to Maury. Maury needs these. Get these for your boy. Like all yeah. this stuff. Every every <laughs> every didn't. every different way. I'm not buying you underpants. Or you but, could just change no, your underwear. Do yeah. this. Buy them. But do you not and find I'll it, report back? But do you not find it like does does it not bother you at all that on the day when a story breaks that a company's developed self-cleaning underpants for dirty people who don't change their underpants and you get tagged in that over your entire vacation and i get tagged in it over my entire vacation to me i was like oh my god that many people love the show (laughs) 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 that's all i thought i'm like wow this is so cool uh so you are wearing the same underpants today that you first put on when saturday saturday oh. look at Yo. that so quick too didn't you have to think no no these are saturdays <laughs> <laughs> definitely these are saturdays yeah it was hot saturday I too know. it's been hot it's been hell hot yeah you and could spritz what kind of materials you're you wear boxers right yeah like flannel are these the same boxers that you wipe your boogers oh, on hey, too? hold on a second here there's a flap in the front don't be pulling that up like that man. <laughs> There's a button. Yeah. There's a button. Your underpants have buttons. Yeah, well, those one... are called shorts. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Happy anniversary, baby. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. What'd you say? Nothing. I said happy anniversary. Oh. And then you proceeded to sneeze all over my my greeting. <laughs> I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Anniversary of what? Show you. 
Oh, right. Oh, that means it's Catherine and my anniversary, too. Oh, no. So I was just looking up on the anniversary gift chart. Yeah. Because every year represents What are we right? now? We're 12. 12. 12 years. So, that. okay. So well, I didn't get you anything. Uh, so my apologies. But if I were, right. and I this just, actually I, comes I might in. have just given you COVID, so. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, double vax. Um, so thing, as it is your and Catherine's anniversary today yes, as yes, well. Yes, so 12 yes, years. 12 years? Uh, for us? Yeah. Oh, oh no, longer than that. Yeah. What year? Do you know? No. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> well, for you and I, <laughs> the traditional gifts would be uh, silk or linen. Silk? Yeah, modern modern day gift would be pearls. <laughs> modern? Yeah. And if I were to get you flowers, there would be uh, peonies. What's a peony look like? I think I like peonies. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah? They're like, uh, they're white. They're Sometimes little white they ones, be, right? Yeah. yeah Sometimes like they could be pink. Okay, fair enough. Well, happy anniversary then. Thanks. <laughs> you didn't even Sorry, know until man. I brought it up. Listen, it's not my problem. We celebrate during allergy season, yeah. okay? <laughs> like, well, we should have started the show in winter. We might. We, I, I would have been better off. I wouldn't have been so puffy. My eyes wouldn't have been so watery. And I wouldn't have just ruined a beautiful moment. <laughs> well, since I have okay. this chart out, like, what are we getting for Catherine then? Like silk? I don't know what year we met, though. Oh, like silk PJs. Silk PJs? Do you think my woman wears PJs? A nighty. No, she's a nighty? Yeah. What like a it? short I little... need. A, I also need a time machine to go back and marry somebody <laughs> from 1952. Not the kind that go down to your ankles. I'm talking about, you know. No. She bought me a night shirt one year. I don't know if it was for our anniversary or for Christmas, but like, you know, like an old school, like, went to the window to see what was the matter kind of look where you should also wear a hat to bed. Like, you know, like those things that men used to wear, like in the old West tombstone like, days, like, you know, like a buttons? night shirt, a night shirt with like buttons oh, a down night the, shirt. a night shirt. The it's, ones that go all the way down. All the way down. No, she didn't. Yes, she Do you did. you still have it? Yes, I still have oh it. Oh my God. Have yeah. you ever worn it? Um, a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel, no. yeah, I, I do. I feel like a pioneer when I wear it. I really do. What was the last time yeah. you wore it? Uh, like, were you, you wore, wore it for like, I for the sake it. of comfort or no, just like I mean, for jokes? I mean, I, I wore it to bed one night to just see, you know, if, if I could live the way they lived, right? Because uh, I always feel like I'm going to get tied up in clothes when I wear the, clothes to bed. Isn't that the outfit where you're supposed to walk to bed holding like a candle That's what I'm stick? saying, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the kind I have of... one of those, and it's thick cotton. It's like a tent, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like when you put it... When, when I put it away, if I wear it, I put it away in the morning. It's like trying to fold wallpaper. It's so thick. That's what I pictured him, damn it, Maury and his husband, damn it, Matthew, wearing to bed I have every the night. full yeah. pajamas. Yeah. No, 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 but no, we're talking about the... This is a night shirt. It oh, goes, like the one like um, you see them wearing in the old Christmas movies. That's exactly what I just well, said. you're not yeah. listening, man. No, no, I'm trying to like make it so that I understand. <laughs> anyway, happy anyway, anniversary. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Shem, who works here on the Roz and Mocha Show, our executive producer, aka, um, has asked for some time on the show. Oh. I have no idea what's going on. Is it a girl by the thing? Way. No, it's not oh. a girl thing. It's actually about oh. you guys. Oh. Listen, I know Excuse that. Uh, congratulations again. Today's your 12 year anniversary. I know you guys aren't 
big on making a big deal out of this, but I think we should celebrate a little bit. Okay. And um, I have a little song that I prepared for you, for both of you. Oh. It's a love song. Excuse me. Oh, it is. And uh, it's called 11 Years Plus One. Okay. Do the math. <laughs> 11 plus 1, 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thank and, you. Uh, I think it's, I think, I, I think you'll enjoy the lyrics. Okay. Um, so, right. again, is- this is uh, for Roz and Mocha's 12-year anniversary. Love you guys. It's called 11 Years Plus One. Okay. It's undeniable you two belong together. You really do. It's unbelievable that you stayed together for so long, yeah. 12 years ago, you teamed up. What a deal. The people love you guys because you're for real. It's true. From Mocha's laugh to Roz's grumpy appeal. <laughs> yeah. One, Roz, you're a dream come true. Two, Mocha, we all love you. Three, and it's plain to see that you're the best in the country. Yeah. Four, I'll mention Demet Maury. Yeah. Five, if I don't, he'll cry to me. Congrats <laughs> to Roz and Mocha for all you've done. Happy 11 years plus one. Wow. wow. Happy anniversary, wow. guys. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> wow. Shem, that was amazing, Thank dude. So happy Thank you. You guys, you guys Thank have been you. awesome. Love working with you. And again, happy anniversary, nah, guys. you're the best. Thank you so oh much, Oh, my man. God, dude. That was so good. Man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was cold for the first time. Last night we went out for dinner mm-hmm. and it was the first time like a wind hit me and didn't make me even hotter because of the humidity. Were you sitting I, inside or outside? I got to chill outside. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Okay. Did they yeah. give you a blanket? What's that? Did they give you a blanket? No. And I don't know. I'm not a blanket at a restaurant guy. I think there are that's some a, restaurants where they provide blankets. I know. I think that's a sign of weakness. Mm. You know, like not in, not in August. Maybe if you're going for dinner mm. in October and they give you a blanket, I might be like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Thank you. Yeah. I, not in August. I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit there under a blanket just, and eat outside. I wouldn't it's mind a blanket. Weird, I wouldn't mind, but yeah. Um, first of all, I don't know who used that blanket before me. And they, you know, they're not washing them in between customers. No, I know exactly. So I wouldn't. People, I'd say no, thank you. No, you're wiping your hands on it and stuff like but that. But also, um, I just find it very uncomfortable to try to sit there to keep the blanket on when your arms and hands are moving. If you're eating your food, like would you put it around your shoulders or would you put it around your well, lap? Really on your lap. On your lap, like a I napkin? That's a waste, no, that's a waste of a blanket. Okay, here's this is my thing with blankets at restaurants, okay? <laughs> is that if I walked in and I said I'm a little chilly and they gave me a blanket, mm. and if I knew you, Mocha, used it right before I did, I would be fine. Sure. But I don't think that. I think that it's you, Maury, that used it right yeah. before I did. You have to think And then I don't want it anywhere on my body. The, the, the most disgusting human being yeah. in the entire world exactly. used that blanket before you. Yes. That's, what you, that's a train of mind, train of thought. That has to go through your head yes. before you wrap well, that blanket around I never thought that until now. And I've been at a restaurant and they gave me a blanket. And it was no. really and you use it? And you like fancy. snuggled up in it? I put it on, like put it across my lap. 
like an old man oh. in a wheelchair. And okay. What, what, like, would you wipe your fingers on it? No, I used my napkin for that. This was just I to don't keep believe, my legs warm. I don't warm. believe you. No. I don't believe you when you say I use don't. your napkin I, for that. I think at least a couple of times you probably... My husband was with me. I had to behave. No, no, no. No, I think I some, like dirty fingers would have like, reached fingers. down and wiped on. Who's going to know? Yeah. I mean, maybe inadvertently. Also, you ever see Maury eat? Like, stuff's falling. Oh, all the time. And, like, it's, not, <laughs> it's not good. But no, blankets at restaurants, I'm not a, I'm not a fan, but I... I you know, we ate on the road last night. We were at one of those restaurants where they like blocked off a lane of traffic and they just had oh, picnic yeah. tables oh, dine, on the road. Dine thing, dine I love it, man. Don't ever get rid of that. Yeah. Even when like I don't know when, but even when you know, COVID's over and all this other stuff, right? Twenty twenty six? Twenty twenty six. You should still let people sit on the street and pick the yeah. table and eat supper. It's great. I love it. Supper, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, grabs. <Right. laughs> when did that what go you, away? When what time was that? No, at no, four? No. Four p.m.? No, we got there five ten. <laughs> the early bird special. Yeah, we got there. We got there five ten. The only. What? Well, well, say it. Okay. Say it. Say it. Okay. The only other. So there was probably about fifteen picnic tables. Okay. Yeah. We got there. And we got there early because I, I, I wanted to make sure we got a table. So we got there early. And I'm feeling great about myself. I got, like, an outfit on. Catherine and I are matching. Yeah. Um, sunglasses on. I smell good. Everything else. We sit down. I feel like a baller. Yeah. I'm like, look at us. Out. Right? It's awesome. <laughs> In the world. Yeah. I order a white claw. <laughs> you did? Yes, I did. Wow. Yeah. And the only other people there having dinner... Uh-huh. And this is at 510. 510. Okay. Where people two picnic tables away from us, there for a children's birthday party. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were probably just leaving. <laughs> yeah. And they had they had they had like part they had hats on. Like like party hats. Oh no. That, that was the only other people dining when we were dining. We were going out for like a big wild night. Uh, did you yeah. take the sunglasses look, off then? No, man. No. <laughs> like, look at us taking advantage. F you Delta. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. We're gonna yeah. take this city by storm. I know, but I'm still not using Maury's blanket. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, they put together a list of movies that are considered green flags, meaning if you hear somebody and you say that this is a favorite of theirs, yeah. that it's unlike a red flag. It's a green flag. You're like, oh, this makes you a good person. Oh, my God. Is Forrest Gump on there? Uh, no, Forrest Gump is not on there. What? Yeah, Forrest Gump is. The list is very wild. Is I, I The Blind Side on there? Uh, no, The Blind Side's not on there. So th- th- these movies are... I guess maybe in the category of movies that most people can agree on. They're not very con- controversial. They're not anything like that. So uh, Clue from 1985 at number 10 on the list, okay. which is a dope movie. I love Clue. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is on the list. Never seen it. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China's on the list. Mm, half saw it. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Romeo and Juliet with um, Leo? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, the Greatest Showman is on the list. Never seen it. Love that movie. You never saw The Greatest Showman? Uh, Hugh Jackman, so right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shrek 2. Oh, classic. Yes. Uh, Princess Bride. Yep, classic. A uh, movie from 1988 called My Neighbor Totoro. Never heard of it. I don't know what that is. I never heard of that movie. And uh, number one on the list, uh, the Brendan Fraser um, vehicle, The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Yeah, the mummy. That's a green flag. That's movie? a green flag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Forrest Gump didn't even For, make the Forrest list. Forrest Gump didn't even make the list. No, Forrest Gump didn't make the That's list. That's a red flag. Yeah, Scarface is a red flag, right? Hey, no green no, flag all day. No, 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 no. Scarface, Scarface is a red flag. Donnie Darko is a red flag. 
Never seen that movie. No? Uh-huh. Yeah, Donnie Darko's a red flag. All Who's those movies. One? Is that Jake, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When somebody says Donnie Darko's their favorite movie, I'm always like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> you got dark streaks to get in there. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there was a 24-year-old woman uh, named Chloe Mrazek from Illinois who was arrested after allegedly using a fake COVID-19 vaccine card to enter Hawaii to uh, avoid travel restrictions, avoid the quarantine. And the reason that they knew it was fake, because when they looked at her papers, um, instead of writing Moderna, M-O-D-E-R-N-A, mm. she wrote Moderna M-A-D-E-R-N-A. So she was vaccinated by Moderna. <laughs> yeah. I saw Moderna trending yesterday. Yeah. Like crazy. Moderna? And because of this story. <laughs> one person tweeted, see what the funky cold Moderna make you do? <laughs> Another person said, Moderna is literally what my grandma, what my grandma Dorothy called Madonna in the 80s. <laughs> Moderna, Moderna. <laughs> Yo, I read this story though. Funky and cool Moderna. This girl, this 24-year-old from yeah. Illinois, she lied about everything. Everything. She across lied about the board. which hotel she was staying yeah. at. She lied about which return uh, airline she was using to get back home. Yeah. And like after she was in Hawaii, like the authorities figured it all out and were trying to contact her, and she was just ducking them the yeah. whole time. Until she got back to the airport yeah. to fly to fly home, that's when they arrested her. Yeah, she went on the lamb in Hawaii. But you're gonna get busted as soon as you, oh. as soon as you try to fly back. You know how I uh, also found out how they found out because once they had her name, you just yeah. go to social media and oh, they went right, to her yeah. Facebook page yeah. and they saw a picture of her and she got a very distinct tattoo on her hip. They found it by tattoos. And they found it this by is her tattoo. Craziness, man. This that's is how they craziness. were able to identify like right away at the airport. The amount of resources that are being used to. Yeah. It's so wild to me. There's a Facebook picture that gave her up. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. But yeah, no, she was not vaccinated with Moderna. She was vaccinated with Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, damn it, Maury and his family auditioned for Family Feud Canada. And typically when you watch the show, mm-hmm. you know, it's a family consisting of... Uh, Is it five people? Yeah. Okay. You may have, like, the wife, the husband, a couple of kids. Sure. Grandma, grandpa, whoever, yeah. aunts, uncles, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Or sometimes all siblings, too. Or all siblings, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly, (laughs) David Mori did not ask or did not include his husband, David Matthew, in this. So on the... uh, Who's on your team, then, Moore? Team Dammits. Who's on the team? I'm the team captain. Okay, and who else is on your team? Frank, my dad. Yeah. Donna, stepmom. Yeah. My Aunt Brenda. Yeah. And Cousin Brandon. So how did Cousin Brandon make the cut and your husband did not? Because I needed a fifth when Matthew was like, I don't want to be seen with your family on TV. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no, that's what he said? Yeah, he's like, no, he goes, I don't want to be a part of that. Oh, wow. Okay, that's cool. So set this up then. This is... (laughs) uh, Maybe we... Maybe we should have vetted that question. <laughs> um, so it's you, Frank, Donna, Brenda, Brandon. Yes. How old's Brandon? Ones, How old's cousin Brandon? Brandon is in his early 30s. Okay, cool. Okay. And uh, you guys are all on Zoom? Yeah, in our own individual homes. Okay. okay. So all on Zoom, and the audition takes place with who? Like uh, One of the producers of the show. Okay. okay. And it's an hour. 
Yeah. And wow. Okay. Here we go. Maury, um, outside of work, uh, what do you do for fun? What are some of your hobbies? Do you have any? I am really good at sleeping. I am very, very good at sleeping. I swear, if if sleeping was an Olympic sport, I would win gold for this country. Most consecutive hours of sleeping is? 12. Right on. Does that not impress you? That's quite substantial. 12 hours. Mm, She didn't answer the question. She didn't answer the question. Wow. Wow. Poor. She probably put a giant X next to your names right then and there and was like, Were you not prepared with a better answer than that? I'm much better being unprepared. But that, were you unprepared or were you prepared? No, I didn't know what she, we don't know what she's going to ask. You should have prepared. How do you prepare for the possibility of being asked Have something? you ever watched the show? You're, so wait a second, you're doing an audition for a game show mm-hmm. and you're saying, how do you prepare for the possibility no, of being asked something? I prepared for the family feud type questions. I didn't know she's going to say, what are your hobbies? Of course, this is the best but part the, of the show is yeah. when the host, when Jerry D walks down the line and, he, and he's like, okay, Moria, what do you do for a living? And then you introduce all the other people in your family. Yeah, yeah, but they never say, what's your hobby? Oh. Well, you never know that. Um, you got to have a better answer than that. Uh, Dan Maury and his family uh, auditioning for Family Feud Canada. Thanks, Maury. Um, I'm going to get you to throw <laughs> it to another family member anyone you can pick but before you throw it to them you got to share something maybe funny or embarrassing about them okay so then i'm gonna throw it to uh, frank sherman my dad frank j sherman embarrassing i remember once we were driving somewhere and um we, we had to pull over because my dad crapped his pants oh um i so, what oh no you crapped your pants I'll never forget that, you know, so he had to go in and get napkins. Oh, maybe you were asleep at that. Maybe it's one, part of your marathon's Olympic uh, gold medal winning sleeping. <laughs> I don't think you're awake during that. I think that was a dream. Oh, this is a I was awake. Over to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank. say something embarrassing. I want to hear yours. I love it. Thanks, Maury. Um, oh, yeah. Frank, I got to hear your side of the story. How did this oh, happen? I know you remember oh, this. Oh, no. <laughs> remember that <laughs> oh poor frank you just set him up to lose right there you don't throw somebody that ball man that is like and the audition process is an hour so you imagine <laughs> that was out of the gym she said something embarrassing now poor frank gotta sit there for another 55 minutes Again, I, I, okay i'm sure he would have been sure i'm sure frank was more comfortable that day he grabbed himself in the car than he was <laughs> Sitting during the rest of this during the rest of this audition, you don't do that to somebody, man. Uh, so as they uh, progress through the audition process for Family Feud Canada, they, they get, get to questions. To, yeah, yeah okay. big time questions. Okay. Uh, so we'll go with Frank first. All right, Frank, are you ready? Yes. Besides the judge, name someone in a courtroom who's completely innocent. Uh, the jury. Name a country that starts with the letter S. Country uh, Switzerland. Name something you haven't done since high school gym class. Climb ropes. <laughs> Name a part of your body that moves when you laugh. My stomach. <laughs> nice. Name a body part that has four letters. What? Way to go. Give it up for Frank. Uh, okay. <laughs> Frank redeemed himself. Okay. Frank redeemed himself. All right. Uh, and still in the fast money round, we go to uh, Dan Mori's stepmom, Donna. Donna, are you ready? I'm ready. Name something people eat after consuming cannabis. Chocolate. Name something that comes in a glass bottle. Water. Name a word you might use to describe a dog that could also describe your partner. Cute. 
<laughs> Besides the hair on your head, what else needs occasional trimming? Legs. Name a scent that is associated with grandmas. Uh, powder. <laughs> nice. Good job, Donna. Wow. I will say, without Damamori. Yeah, this is a pretty solid team. This is a great well. team. This is a pretty solid team. <laughs> Mr. Olympic Sleeper. Also, over here. I question Donna on the trimming the leg hair as opposed to shaving the leg hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's pool season. <laughs> okay, but anyway. So, so when do you guys find out? They, they'll tell us hopefully soon because they start filming September or November. Yeah, yeah. Oof, you think you're going to get on? Hold on. So there's a whole other month in between those yeah, two. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about that, too. Okay. <laughs> Again, like we yeah, said, gonna... Ma- Maury is either exactly what they need or exactly what they don't need, and we will find out in either September or November. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So I know you guys don't have uh, people that you Morals. invite over oh, to. sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's My go down bad. this road. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I know you guys don't uh, have people over like Hell a, a like house guest. House guest? Yeah. Hell no. Uh, because I found this trending topic. Most disrespectful thing a guest has done in your house. Okay. Mm. I remember, didn't Maury, when the guy who used to cut your hair, you and Matthew used to come over and cut your hair. This is like pre-COVID. Uh, didn't he always request like uh, like vodka or something like that? Like cut your hair? Oh yeah, I had to give him booze all the time, and he would get like super drunk cutting our hair. And then I'm like, I don't think you should be cutting my hair anymore. Did he have to get drunk to cut your hair? Did he have to get drunk to be around you? <laughs> the latter, <laughs> probably the latter. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm not, I'm not saying you're hard to be around. Uh, I'm just saying that that would be that's weird no. He's for just me. like he was just like a party hardcore party. Oh, he took it as an opportunity to party. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I gotcha. So uh, here are some of the uh, the answers. Uh, most disrespectful thing uh, a guest has done in your house. A friend of a friend crashed a party at our house. He proceeded to tell everyone that he was a drug dealer and that he could get them the best product. He hit on all the married women who hadn't brought their husbands. He punched the friend who bought. Who brought him and drove home drunk and high. He's the only person I have banned from my house. Wow. I let my drunk friend sleep on my couch. He peed in his sleep and nicely folded a blanket over the couch cushion. I didn't know until after he left and blamed my cat. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, that's rude. Uh, Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Dude came over, apparently pooped his pants, and threw his heavily skid-marked underwear in my dirty laundry pile. I found my dog chewing on his underwear the next morning. What, what was he expecting? Like you, that that person to do the laundry? No, you gotta throw those out. Yeah, probably he just probably thought he'd like toss it in there and it would just get mixed. Yeah, like no one's gonna be sorting the laundry, oh right? Oh, that's rude. That's almost like that's deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here, you want to talk rude? This is rude. Yeah. A guest cut their toenails in my living room. <sighs> they were just okay. visiting for a few hours. Okay. Okay. That's gross. Like okay. they brought their own clippers or they used your clippers? I assume, assume. they had the clippers like yeah. with them. Yeah, like in their purse or something like that. Oh, my God. Or on their keychain. Uh, somebody wrote and said uh, she stole my winter hoodies and antidepressants. Oh, that's a terrible house guest. <laughs> Another person said my son's middle school friend opened all the yogurts in my refrigerator. Didn't eat them, just opened all of the tinfoil lids. Super rude. Okay, that that's happened when we had one rude. of Matthew's relatives over. She went into the fridge on her own yeah. and finished the orange juice and turned around and said, 
I think that you guys need more orange juice. I just finished this. Right. Like, didn't even ask permission to go into the refrigerator. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I've never been mad. Like, if somebody's ever been over at the house and they walk over to the... Because my rule is this. If somebody comes over, it's the summer, whatever, right? I'm like, I will get you your first drink. Uh-huh. After that, you're on your own. Yeah. Right. Well, I always there's, say there's, there's the fridge. There's everything else. I'm not. I'm not serving you all day. Yeah. I'll get you the first one. Absolutely. After that, that's I'm, polite. I've never After been that, a fan you're on your of, own. of letting people go into the fridge on their own. I just, for some reason, I think that that kind of crosses the line a little but bit. Why though? That's super weird. I have no reason. It's just because that's how I was raised. You ask permission, or you have somebody help you. Into help the fridge. you. I would. I would. I'm kind of. With you, Roz, I yeah. will offer up the first drink, and yeah. then. But what my move is, I say, help yourself. Like the fridge is here, help yourself. Right. So you're not as rude as I am. Is what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I got you. So, like in your in your eyes, if somebody wants a piece of cheese, you're fine if they go in the fridge and cut a piece of cheese. No. Okay. Like it's not that everything is up for grabs, right? Like <laughs> if 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 somebody came over and they went in and they started eating my leftovers, um, I would be like that would weird me out a little bit. But if somebody says, "Hey, do you have any cheese?" and I'd be like, "Yeah, it's in the fridge," <laughs> right? I think it would be weird if somebody just came over and started looking for cheese. <laughs> Right? That person never come over again. Yeah, like, like you're not inviting that person over again. Yeah, like and if I was like, Where's "Hey, what cheese? are you what are you doing?" and they just looked at me and went looking for the cheese, I'd be like, "That, that, that makes no sense to me." Like, what are you what are you doing yeah. right also, now? I'm saving that for later. Yeah. Okay, I got two more to read. Okay. Most disrespectful thing a guest has done in your house: a grown adult stuck chewed up chewing gum under the dining table at Thanksgiving. Wow. Then it stuck to the knee of my jeans during the wow. the next game night that we had. Wow. And finally. Uh, had my cousin stay with me for two weeks. I came home from work one day, and my guest bedroom and living room was rearranged. I asked her why the hell she felt the need to move my house around. She said it looked better, and I should thank her. Hasn't stayed with me again, and family also won't let her stay with them after they heard what she did. She started was she rearranged the furniture? Uh-huh. That's weird, man. Back to the gum thing. So, like, I get, like, if somebody put the gum under the table because they were chewing gum. You get that. But if they took the gum off after they were done eating, would that be okay? Or is the whole process of putting gum under the table? The whole thing is disgusting and rude. No, not at all. Then then there's your answer. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, Deepa. Deepa, get in here. Um, I learned that Deepa, like, swears a lot. Well, I have a really bad potty mouth. What's the worst word you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad one, though. What are you no. talking about? way worse. The F word is the worst one that you could say. No, it's Hold not. on, Deepa. So you don't swear normally, like, do, in real life? I swear all the time. I drop F-bombs all the time. Yeah. So but, when I'm on air, I have to censor myself. Uh-huh. The first time I went live, I was like, oh. Uh, Does your fiance swear, do. too? Yes. We're both really bad when it comes to, like, dropping F-bombs, even in front of, like, our <laughs> parents. Like, oh, yeah? Do your parents swear? Um, no, not unless they're, like, really, really, really mad. Do they get upset or um, do they feel uncomfortable or are they oh. shocked when you swear in front of them? Yes. Because even now, my mom now yeah. will still be surprised. Like, if I say the S-word, she would be like, yeah. who teach you that language? Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, you yeah. No, my, my parents, my mom's way used to it. So here's my question with you and swearing. Deep. Yeah. Okay. I understand that you have no problem saying the F-word, mm-hmm. right? You may have to bleep a whole lot of this out, Mocha. Absolutely. Like, like a whole lot. Finger a whole, on the bleep okay. button. Oh, a whole okay. lot of this out. Yeah. Because I want to know if, I know you're comfortable, very comfortable saying the F word. Yes. But are you 
comfortable enough to call certain things the F word. Like what? Like, would you ever, like, tell your fiancé yeah. that you no, no, oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I knew there was a line. Okay, okay, okay. I know Deepa coming in here going, I got a potty mouth, I got a this, I got a this. I knew we'd find the line. No, no, right? that's okay. the line. Okay. okay. <laughs> you found it real quick. I know. That, was, that was one hell of a bleep. Okay. We're sorry about that, but say, I needed to know. Like all the swear words, though, or are there words yeah. that you can't and won't say? No, I say all of them. If I'm mad like when yeah. i get really mad they all come out so here's my thing my grandfather <laughs> is this cool dude he's like five foot four really macho and he has the worst potty mouth so like growing up he like a guy needs thing is you grind your teeth when you're mad yeah and then all the swear words start coming out so like i grew up like seeing that so when i get mad i do like very similar things like my grandfather really? does. So I think that's where like I picked it up from and it's stuck with me ever since. When was the last time you and, and Talal got into an argument where you bust up all the swear words? Oh, definitely wedding planning. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wedding planning is a whole other story. Okay, but... finger on the blue button. Say all the swear words you know right yeah, now. Say, say all the swear words you know right now. <laughs> you had trouble saying that last one. I don't know. I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a redo on that last one. I don't know. There was an extra <laughs> syllable in there. <laughs> that no, Diva's face is so red right now. There was Diva. There was a okay. That is a one syllable word, not three. Okay. <laughs> That's all you're getting from me. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm just reading this crazy stat that says that the majority of people, it's like 64% of the people they talk to, mm. when they go to the grocery store, regardless of what they're going in there for, still go down, up and down every aisle. Oh, yeah. That's me sometimes. Yeah? Uh-huh. If I have a little bit of time to play with. Yeah? And I know that I've, maybe I, I'm able to get everything on my list. Yeah. Because I always go on the list. Right. Then I will check out and see what's going on. Yeah, and just and everything else? Yeah. Where do you start? Do you always start one specific spot in the grocery store or do you go from just like from left entrance. to right? No, just from the entrance. Yeah. When you go in, it's always like produce. And that's where you start. That's where I start. See, I bypass all that. I go what? through the doors. Yeah. Make a left bypassing produce. Make a left, cut directly up through the pharmacy aisle to the meat aisle. I always oh. go for meat first. But so then you're by, so you're going past because the way they design grocery stores, yes, is that you have to go past all the all the um, produce. No, no, no. But you oh. go uh, all the uh, registers, or is your grocery store? No, mine, that mine's way? different. No, no, mine's different. Oh, okay. Mine's different because so it doesn't make sense. Mine like, has an indoor. Need... Mine has an indoor and an outdoor. Oh, okay. Because right? what if you need meat, but then you also got to go pick up apples? Then you got to circle back. I around. do. I know. I start with meat. I always start with meat, mm-hmm. right? And then I go. Then I go back to produce because I always am like, what's my meat going to be today? Mm-hmm. Right. So once I want. Oh. So, yeah. So once I grab them. Sorry. Say that again. Once I grab. Once I grab. Not mine. Once I grab the meat. Okay. And I know what I'm cooking. Then I go back to produce to figure out all the supporting cast that I'm going to make with that particular. Gotcha. Meat. So you'll grab the meat first and yeah. then maybe because grab Because sometimes the they don't have what I want. Right. So I don't want to go and grab everything that I want with a particular thing Mm -hmm. unless I know I can get that particular thing. 
Gotcha. Right? I always okay. go in order because as soon as you get off the elevator, you're with the apples and the bananas and everything. See, I don't. I, go, I, do, I do produce after. I do produce, I do produce second. Mm. Yeah. No, I always, if I, now, if, if, if it's time crunch. Yeah. And I have my list, I will only go to the specific aisles where I know I need that thing and then I'm out. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. If I got some time to play, now let me look, see, looks, and see what's going on. Ice cream's last because it'll melt in your car. True that. Now, if you're only going in to pick up a couple of things, yeah. Do you ever do uh, like hand basket or always full cart? Couple always. things, hand hand basket. Really? Huh? Yeah. No full cart if I'm buying like a lot of stuff. No, because I like leaning on the cart. I've put two things in a full cart before. No, I've gone because yeah. I've, I've specifically gone in for two things. I always grab full cart. Always grab. But full you see cart. that they have baskets available. Yeah, I don't like them. Why? Nah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the freedom. Like, what if? Like, what if? Like, somebody, freedom. Yeah. Like, what if? You know. What yeah. if when we have to fight a guy? The basket? Do you use your hand or do you put it around? No, your I can't. No, nah, I'm not. Like a purse. Like, like a carry. Purse. No, it digs in and like it hurts. I'm not strong enough to carry a basket. Like anything more than like a package of pasta and maybe <laughs> you know a chicken breast. You, but you, when you start putting canned goods in there, I don't have the strength for it. <laughs> right. You need to go to one of the grocery stores that have a gym <laughs> on the top floor. You work out first, get swole, build up that yeah. strength, yeah. and then you can go shopping yeah. with your little No, basket. no, no. No, man. I don't have the strength for that. It's not for me. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, Dan Memori, can you uh, join us for one second, please? I need you to explain to everybody. Mm-hmm. After we fell <gasps> and... Oh, yes. These adult fiction novels that have people going crazy. Because everybody loves Tessa and Hardin. Who are they? So What is this? What is this phenomenon? This is the third movie in the After series, okay? Yeah. And it all began where uh, Tessa, you know, going off to school, has a boyfriend, but then meets Hardin. And what is she going to do? She le- Does she leave her boyfriend for Hardin? And it's like really steamy, really awesome. And the new one is what's their future going to be like together? Both their parents. No, no, but explain okay. the, 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 the fandom. I don't know. Explain oh, the, fandom. the, the fandom. The no. fandom's insane. The because fandom is huge yeah. for these. I saw these. recently, Maury did an interview um, with these stars and like the, w- went nuts like on social media. Oh, yeah. And just in doing some research, they released a movie just called After in April of 2019 and it made $69.5 million. Yeah. The second movie was released a year and a half later during covid and mm. made 48 million mm. and then we got this new one called after we fell oh. dropping on september 10th oh and the fans, fans have are, been oh they're fans, bonkers and bonkers. fans have been yeah, yeah, have, yeah have been like messaging maury like crazy like yeah. can you do another interview with these guys yeah. so i did a video with just the questions i asked right to like tease the fans oh and you didn't even give them their answers no oh god oh, so this is so who did you talk to then <laughs> so i talked to hero and Josephine, the two okay. stars of the movie. So what's the game that you're playing with? So them? every I started this off for the first time called Before or After, because the movie's called After. Mm. And that took off. So then the, for the next one, I did it again. So everyone's asking, are you playing the game again? The answer is yes. And this time I wanted Roz and Mocha to answer, you guys, to answer the questions before they do to see, you know, what you guys have to say. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm down. When getting changed, do you take your pants off first or after your shirt? Mm, I, I take, take mine off first. I take my pants off before I take my shirt off. Yeah, same. Which is weird. You take your pants before the shirt. Yeah. I do the shirt, then the pants. You do, Because huh? how else do you get to the belt? Yeah, but I'll tell you, you know why I take the shirt, you know why I take the pants off first? Because I never want to take my shirt off and see my belly hanging over a pair of tight jeans. I'm changing Aww. how I do things now, moving <laughs> forward, because of you. <laughs> uh... 
After. After four. Okay. Do you turn your car on before or after you put on your seatbelt? I turn my car on before I put on my seatbelt. Really? As yeah. do I. Mm-hmm. As do I. I do seatbelt first because, you know, safety first. Before. I don't have a car. That sucks. Oh, no. You're rich. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I, have, I have a bike and Uber's do the job. Do you know what? I've been, in me- London. I've been meaning to get a car for so long. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I just need to get to it. But, yeah, I do live in London. That's another good excuse. Okay, here we go. When it comes to hamburgers, do you put your meat in the bun before or after your condiments? What? That's such a weird question. Okay. So do you dress the bun before or after you put the meat in the bun? Before. Do you? Yeah. I, it varies. Like the other day I had a hamburger, and before I put the burger on the bun, I dressed the bun. Yeah. And then put the burger. Yeah. But majority of the time... I put the burger on the bun and then condiments go on top you of do, the huh? burger. Yeah. I dress the bottom bun, put the meat, then I finish with the top dressings. Right. Yeah. How many dressings are you putting on your burger? Well, you put ketchup on the bottom bun and then you put your pickle and tomato and everything else on top. All right, then. There's a specific order. I'll do the lettuce and, tom- lettuce and tomato. You put the lettuce, you put the beef on top of the lettuce and then you do condiments. Mm. I, if, no, I, well, a condiment includes sauce, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to sauce the bun, yeah. Yeah, I, I spread the sauce over the bun, then the lettuce, <laughs> then the now. seasoned tomato, <laughs> then the, uh, yeah, so before. I love how you two say tomato, just saying. <laughs> Last two. Do you check social media before or after you get out of bed in the morning? Oh, oh after, way after. Yeah, I check mine after. Actually, after. no. Again, it varies. Sometimes when I wake up, if we're just like hanging out, whatever, yeah. uh, I will check it before. Uh, but majority of the time, I wait till on, way after. On weekends, I'll check it in the in bed. You will, huh? Not weekends. No, never. Because I never hang out in the bed. Like, as soon as I'm up, I'm out of the bed. Yeah. I never wake up and then just You don't like to, lying there? No. No, not for me. Oh, wow. You just get to the business. Yeah, yeah. Get right up. <laughs> stumble but After every now and then, um, every now and then, I might go on my phone in bed. But I think that's just so easy. It's such a trap. Like once you pull your phone out in bed, you'd probably be there for a while. So if you just get straight in the shower, that's my that's my trick anyway. I try I try and do it after. I'm going to swap this question for like emails. I do it before because it wakes me up. It gets me out of bed. Last one. Do you put sugar in your coffee before or after the cream? Mm. Don't uh, use sugar. I don't use sugar either. Yeah. When I did... It went sugar first and then milk. Really? Mm-hmm. Always coffee than everything else. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I do. I do before. Before, definitely. I don't really drink coffee. Okay, tea. Before. Sugary tea. I don't understand people who put it in first. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why? What's the diff, though? Well, I just, for me to put the sugar in an empty cup doesn't no, make any sense. No, that's not what you asked, though. Do you put mm. the sugar and cream in, what did I ask? You asked, in a coffee, do you put the sugar in before or after the cream? Oh, that's not what I wanted to ask them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, that is Hero and Josephine from After We Fell, the new movie, out on September 10th. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I don't mean to bring up our ex, but oh, when they're out there doing their thing, and we're starting to get over them, and they just keep talking about us again. What happened? It just brings up those feelings. What happened? Uh, Kyle Lowry, former Toronto Raptor, 
Oh, who is oh, he's now a, with he's the a new ex, right? Uh, yeah, he's now yeah, with the yeah, Miami yeah. Heat, right? Uh, still talking about us. What's he saying? He was on um, a podcast called The Pull Up. Here's how everything just comes back to Toronto okay. and to the Raptors, okay. right? I got you. Um, the host of this podcast, The Pull Up, is CJ McCollum, who plays for Portland. Currently? For, huh? Currently, yeah. yeah. And former Toronto Raptor Norman Powell also mm. plays for Portland. <laughs> um, but they were talking about Kyle Lowry playing for a new team, but then he always still has Toronto close to his heart. You got to get used to You really got to like, oh, wow, this is really real. So, like, I'm still not fully, you know, you know, I was Toronto's got my heart, and but I'm preparing to play for you know the heat and I'm ready to go like you know I, I said this listen, listen Toronto's blessed me and they will always be my they will always be home and great friends there you know I always you know shout out to my boy the boy Drake and you know he got that uh the album coming out I can't wait um but you know they all the whole city the whole country is treating me like family and I appreciate it mm. Yeah, just when we're starting to get yeah, over it. I know. Uh, to be honest with you, I forgot he left. <laughs> oh, no. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. You got over the breakup fast, huh? Yeah. No, I, w- I know. It would have been worse because I would have been like game one. Hey, where's Lowry? Oh, <laughs> like right. Like you completely yeah. forgot. Yeah, I completely forgot. He, well, he, even the other day, uh, I don't know if you saw uh, Danny Green and his new tattoo. Danny Green, former Toronto Raptor, yes. traded to the Lakers, yeah. now plays for, is it? That I don't oh, Philly, 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 right? Um, I don't know if you saw his new tattoo, but he got like a full sleeve on his arm and it's got the CN Tower. Really? Yeah. It's got a massive, like a raptor dinosaur. Yeah. It's got the Toronto Raptors championship trophy on there with the raptor logo on it. Oh, wow. And also a Canadian maple leaf. Wow. That's a bit thirsty. Like if that doesn't scream, I want you back. Yeah. After, like, we've well moved on from yeah. Danny if Green. That, if that actually was your ex, you would call the police. Like, this is right? a little bit too much. Yeah. If that was like, your ex. we're that, over it, bro. Yeah. You need to, like, yeah. I've unfollowed you from. <laughs> oh, man. You stopped on, you You stopped following people on social if they don't play for the Raptors anymore? Yeah. Really? I don't follow Kyle Lowry no more. No? No. Wow. At least I don't think I do. No, Wow. Wow. I stopped following. Yeah, wow. anyone that used to hurt, play because it hurts too much. Yeah. Serge Ibaka, you, you I don't follow. You don't the, follow? No, nope. Wow. After they all said goodbye, yeah, I pff, unfollow. See ya. Don't need that in my oh, life anymore. Jeez. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a police officer with the Morgan County Sheriff's Department in Alabama who looks just like. The Rock. People are surprised when they see him, and some have even gone out of their way to meet this guy. The Rock himself even reached out on Twitter to acknowledge the resemblance. Patrol Lieutenant Eric Fields, a.k.a. Officer Rock, welcome to the Razamoga Show. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, when did this explode? Because I'm sure before we all found out that there was a cop um, that looked exactly like The Rock. But how long have you been getting this? It's It's been an inside joke with the department because of things been said when in social media when they put posts out. But I never see myself as a I'm, I'm don't see myself as an exact uh, match for the rock. I see similarities, but I don't. So it's just been a joke. And, uh, 
And that's, like I said before, I just go with it. But you know your angles because there's a couple of those pictures of you where you're standing and looking exactly like The Rock. Like, yeah. you're when like a model. You're like, like a teen model. You got the sunglasses on. You got the smile. Like, exact as The Rock. Well, I mean, I you know, I have my angles. Like I said, and I say I have my days because, you know, it's Van Diesel one time and it's Rock the next. So Now, because of this story blowing up, do you now feel that maybe you – because of your physique, you look just like The Rock, right? Do you now feel like you have to work out like a little extra hard in the gym? Are you like pushing five, ten more reps uh, when you're working out on your arms just to keep up that appearance of having similar features to The Rock? I, the thoughts come to mind because I'm like, wow, you know, this is and I never expected this at all. So, yeah, this came to mind. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to start working out a little what? bit more because Rock's a big guy, you know, and you're going to but. And the biggest thing is I don't want to disappoint. It's been so many people that's really been interested in this. And I, I don't want to disappoint anyone, you know, used to, I just walk up on myself. If you say I look the rock, it's like, cool, we'll go with that. Then there's whatever, but I'm just being me. And then now it's like, Hey, we want the guy that looks like the rock, come see us and this and, and everywhere I go. And I just think it's, it's kind of like you get the, well, I haven't, but I'm always afraid I'm going to get the, well, I thought you'd be bigger. It's not cool, man. That's not cool. Uh, So here's what The Rock wrote, and I'm sure you've seen it. Um, He wrote, oh, crap, wow. And there was two pictures of you, you on the left, him on the right. He said, guy on the left is way cooler. Stay safe, brother, and thank you for your service. One day we'll drink, and I need to hear all your rock stories because I know you got them. Uh, What what went through your head when you saw that The Rock actually uh, reached out and acknowledged? Really, I was a relieved a little bit because i'm thinking you know here i am this is going crazy hadn't heard from rock and he's probably home thinking i don't look like this jabroni <laughs> you know <laughs> so so you know i'm thinking uh when he when he says that's just like a relief i'm like man i'm great good i'm glad he is good with this because you know i, I haven't heard it just blew up so i was relieved and i was also very in awe you know about hey the, you know this is a rock a funny story about that though so the day before the response from the rock, my son, they came out where I was working out and uh, he said, I, daddy, uh, who's cooler? Uh, you're the rock. Oh, and no. I said, well, son, that's, that's in the eye of the beholder. And he says, what's that mean? I said, what do you think? He says, you're cooler. I said, well, yeah, that's right. But so <laughs> the next- daddy, daddy didn't raise no jabroni either. <laughs> the next morning I'm working out. He comes out of the gym. I said, Hey, the rock, uh, the rock texts me, you know, so I, I read him the rock post and he says, Oh, so the rock thinks you're cooler too, daddy. That means you're the coolest guy in the world. Before we let you go, are you a cop forever? Or uh, if somebody came to you and said, Hey, we got this great opportunity for you to be in some sort of movie or whatever it is, give you an agent. Maybe a stunt double. Yeah. Are you, uh, no, I mean, building your own thing. Oh, Not gotcha, even backing gotcha, up gotcha, the rock. Gotcha. Um, are you, uh, are, are you going to be, are you enforcement forever or uh, do you got uh you got a little, you got a taste of fame and uh, how do you like it? The thing is, is I would love to do something like that as an experience. I can't tell you what my heart would be because I'm, I'm all, you, you never quit being this, you know, this is just in your blood and it's a calling really more than a profession. So I would love to take a break and try it if that's where my heart's at at that time. But this is just a, and, and you know, this five minutes of fame that came out just all of a sudden blew up. I'm sitting there thinking, you know, what is this? What am I supposed to do with with the fame like you're talking about? And I feel like that's when, you know, 
have you heard the story about my sergeant that had an ALS? No, 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 not at all. Okay, so so this this all hit. I'm working out. I'm thinking, why in the world is this all happening? And uh, what am I supposed to do with this? And I have a sergeant, Chris Dillard, 49 years old, and he got diagnosed with ALS. And um, he's one year out from retirement. But I would just thought this would be a time to ask for prayers and support with this this new spotlight. You know, before this, I know nothing about ALS. Mm-hmm. So raising the awareness of, of what that is and trying to get through this with Dillard and, and even make awareness to the, uh, the world or the nation or whoever we can. So that was my heart with, with what this is. And it might go away tomorrow. When you talk about my career and doing something that really never, I'm thinking this is five minutes. We're going to do something for Dillard. I like that. There you go. Uh, Lieutenant Eric Fields, you look like the rock. The rock knows it. He's, uh, he's acknowledged it. Thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Moga show and uh, keep laying the smackdown on the bad guys out there in Alabama. Thanks. You too, man. You, you take care. It, man. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast. We are now two days away from the release of certified lover boy from Drake. That's it. huh? Well over a year. It's like he's taking a page out of Kanye's book. Yeah. Well over a year after announcing the album, well over a year since releasing, like, I think it was three songs. Mm-hmm. And I, by my count, I believe it's three delays. Mm-hmm. And it was only last week that he officially, or actually, no, this, no, week, this week, that he officially announced yeah. it. Because over the weekend on, during the opening for SportsCenter on ESPN, yeah. they had like a little video and person holding up a piece of cardboard that said CLB September 3rd. Right. And that's when everyone was like, okay, great. Certified lover boy, drop it September 3rd. And uh, between now and then, I guess... What we're going to do here on KISS is go back to a couple of Drake's uh, bigger tracks from his career yeah. just to kind of get excited and remember these great, great hits to take us into Certified Loverboy. Is on Certified Loverboy one of these 28-track records, or is it going to be a little bit more modest, do you think? I don't know. I'm feeling like, especially after his last like real like Scorpion I'm thinking it's going to be like a 20, 21, 22 yeah. track album. Lot, man. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I disagree. I remember when he did an interview um, with a podcast called Rap Radar at his mansion. He mentioned having a regret uh, doing putting that many songs yeah. on the Scorpion album. Yeah. So I, I feel like he'll be a little bit more concise this time. Yeah. I think Hopefully. that people, I think artists should. Hmm. I think artists should. I Stick to like yeah. a 13, 12, maybe even 11 track yeah, album. And, yeah. Because what you. Jeez, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to take away or diminish somebody's talent, but you know, all of a sudden, we're in a world now where artists feel that they're that everything they do is awesome, and I think that people, what makes those albums great and the albums that Drake, you know, grew up listening to and everything else was the sort of criticalness that those artists had on themselves. And that's why you get legendary albums. When you put 28 songs on an album, you may have a couple great tracks on that album, but I don't know if that album would ever be considered legendary Uh, because there's too much, there's too much on it. Yeah. I I just don't think artists now care about making legendary albums. It's just about streaming. Just put a bunch of uh, music out. Uh, You talk about classic albums. One for a lot of people, a lot of Drake fans, including myself, uh, feel that his 2013 album, Nothing Was the Same, was probably his 
his uh, best compilation yeah. of work, started from the bottom, is on there. Um, that particular song peaked at number six on Billboard. Rolling Stone ranked it as the uh, number nine song on the list of the best 100 songs of 2013. It picked up uh, two Grammy nominations that year as well. Best rap performance and best rap song. And you think about the story of his, like, started from the bottom. Yeah. And the music video where he's working out, like, Shoppers Drug Mart and stuff. Um, <laughs> you mentioned the Rap Radar podcast, Shem. That same podcast, Drake was talking about money and how when you get money mm-hmm. and a certain level of success that you achieve, once you get hit that plateau, you then want more. Yeah. And you always strive for more. You know, it's, it's, it's everything I always wanted. It's, 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 it's what I work tirelessly for. And I think I had like, I think I had things in my mind that I wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had the utmost faith in myself mm-hmm. and a lot of confidence in myself. I don't necessarily know if I ever s- saw it going like this far, mm-hmm. but also... You know, as you uh, receive things in life, money, blessings, whatever, your appetite begins to grow, right? So it's like if I give you a million dollars tomorrow, um, you're going to learn what it's like to have a million dollars. And then you're going to start being around people that have $10 million or $100 million. You're going to learn that there's other things that you can't get with a million dollars. So, you know, your, your, your appetite, your appetite Gross. Well, we're getting it. Certified mm. lover boy from Drake on Friday. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, one of the uh, jokes people love to get in on, on Twitter especially, is that the McDonald's ice cream machine is always broken. Yes, that's true. And there is that are... the case though? Like, is that is that like is that an overblown no, joke, or me... is that is that always the case? Let is there me tell merit you to this, the joke? Uh, because there are legit complaints, okay, and so many of them that now in the states, the Federal Trade Commission is looking into why the machines are constantly going down. Really, though? Yeah. But they are. Like, you go to McDonald's, they, you can't get a McFlurry, nothing. They're always broken. They're always broken. Yeah. But why There's is that, even though? a website. That's so not like McDonald's. Yeah, okay, There's a ahead. website called McBroken, <laughs> which tracks <laughs> no, ice cream machine not. outages all over. McBroken. Um, so, for example, according to this map, right? According to this website, McBroken, in New York City alone, okay, 32.65% of the McDonald's yeah. In New York City, have a broken ice cream machine. Really? Yeah. Nineteen point three five percent in Houston. Eighteen percent in Dallas. Nineteen, sorry, seventeen point nine five in Philly, and thirteen percent in Phoenix. And in, this is the this is the is this the the ice cream machine like where you get the swirl, or yes. is this where you get the cup with the straw and? No, it all comes from the same machine. Oh, it does. It all comes yes. from the same machine. I got gotcha. you. I was just kind of curious to see what was going on in Canada. Because yeah. we've got like thousands of McDonald's yes, out do. here, right? Yes, we do. Um, in BC, there are six ice cream uh, machines that are broken. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah, that's not Ottawa's bad got six. Edmonton has eight, eight that are broken. Yeah. Winnipeg uh, only has four Good that are broken. Them. Yeah. Which is great yeah. for the amount of McDonald's that are there. Uh, in Toronto, it's 25. Yeah. There's a lot of McDonald's here, though. Right? Yeah. Um, so people want to know, like, what's the big problem with these ice cream machines? Apparently, McDonald's ice cream machines are overly complicated to operate and difficult to clean. To operate? Yes. Often making them susceptible to breaking down. 
The Wall Street Journal even did oh, for God's sakes, a story on, on this <laughs> and found that the machines require a nightly automated heat cleaning cycle that can last up to four hours oh, to wow. get rid of the bacteria. Wow. And when the cleaning cycle fails, right? Yeah. So let's say the machine's working fine. You're giving out your McFlurries, you're doing your ice all cream of all it. day. Yeah. You go to do that four-hour cleaning cycle, yeah. and that fails. The machine's busted. You can't do anything about it until you can get a, a, a repair person yeah. in so to fix it always, up. They're always down. And the cleaning process is long, because I know that when I used to pick you up, and it, sometimes in the morning, <laughs> yeah. the McDonald's was closed but for four hours for cleaning. Like, they would shut the restaurant down. Because it takes four hours to clean that. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission sent a letter to Jesus, franchises this earlier crazy. this summer. In the letter obtained by the Wall Street Journal, yeah. okay, yeah, this yeah, is a big yeah, story yeah, now. Yeah. The agency wants to know how McDonald's reviews suppliers and equipment, including their ice cream machines. Wow. Can you still get the double, like the half chocolate, half vanilla swirl? Did oh, they the ever twist. do that they at McDonald's? The, the yeah, twist. yeah the What twist. do they call it? The, the twist? Yeah. yeah. That's what the twist is. I've heard it my whole life. I never knew what the yeah, twist was. Yeah, you can was. get that. Yeah. Yeah? But, I, what I, what I but they get. taste the same, don't they? No, just like no, the chocolate and the vanilla? Yeah. It's not, yeah. it the same no, not the same. Oh. It tastes like chocolate and vanilla. Oh, it's not like M&M's where they all taste the same. No, no, no. no, no. Just and different also colors. they don't. M&M's taste different. Oh, okay, Maury. <laughs> but Dairy Queen has a very similar machine, but their machines never break. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, it's their business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had no, I had no idea. I thought that was just a joke, like that it was just so people like overblowing the one bad experience that they had. Maybe somebody else did, and then it just sort of became, you know, a meme in meme culture. Yeah, I had no idea that it, you're talking like 26 percent of machines in certain cities are dead. Yeah, That's like crazy. if you go to this website, McBroken. Yeah. Like, you can see the McBroken. map. <laughs> yeah, look, look at this website. Look, 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 look. No, that's crazy. It looks right? like, Google, yeah, it's Google Earth for no ice cream. Yeah. So, right? see all the little green dots? Yeah. That's telling you that it's safe, like the ice cream machines safe. are working. Yeah. And the red dots signify the ones that have um, machines that are broken. That's crazy. And then they have like a list on the side that you can scroll through. If it's so if nuts. this particular location has a green dot that's next awesome. to it. That's awesome. It's working. If there's a red X, it's busted. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hey, Mika, what's up? Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. Yeah, thank you. Um, so the last time we talked to you, or I guess the first time we talked to you was back in February. Yes. And you wrote us for Razamoka's Fix My Life, and you said that you had recently found um, lots of pictures of naked women on and videos on your husband's phones. And these were all, uh, a lot of them were screenshots from Tinder. And you said mm-hmm. that you'd been married for less than a year, but you had been together for five years. And you found these sexual and flirty conversations with some of his female friends. Uh, and these were not strangers. These were female friends. These were people he knew. Uh, and then you, when you confronted him, he said that it doesn't mean anything and it's harmless. And he says the diff- it's a, just a difference in men and women's perspective. And you wanted to know if that was true because he doesn't think that this qualifies as cheating. And um, I remember the conversation that the three of us had. And what did you take away from that conversation? So I think the biggest thing that I took away from that conversation was um, the value of trust, obviously, which is a no-brainer. But I think, um, um, Roz, I think you mentioned that if in future, if I'm sitting together with him and if he's on his phone and if it's going to bother me, then, you know, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, trust is one of those things that needs to be, like, black and white, right? Like, either I trust him or I don't. Yeah. And uh, I kind of just had to be honest with myself and really lay it out to him as well. But listen, you broke trust, you know, you broke our commitment and loyalty in many ways. And those are the things I'm not willing to compromise on. 
So you screwed up in our relationship, and now it's up to you to fix it. And we'll, we'll tell everybody right now that Chris is on, on hold on the other line, and we'll speak to him in just a minute. Uh, but what, mm-hmm. is the, what is your current sort of status? What did, you, what did you do in your life after the conversation? So after that, we decided to basically, um, you know, give it a try, but I was still um, living separately from him for about six months. And uh, we did couple therapy, and uh, we would kind of go out on, uh, I guess, dates uh, once in a while. And really have those honest communications, right? To be like, this is what I need and this is what you're not giving me. And mm-hmm. this is what my idea of a relationship and a marriage is. And I'm not going to compromise on that. So I think it took a while for him to really understand and for me to understand that how he communicates, which is very different than how I communicate. But I think that was really the key once we started going to therapy sessions and figuring out each other way and... Um, for me, it was the biggest thing is just stop holding back. Stop trying to, like, not say something because so are I you, hurt his feelings. Are, are you guys together or are you not together? We are together. Oh, you are together. A few months ago, yeah, and now we're together. Okay. And how are things? Like, is he, do you trust him now? I don't trust him 100%, and he oh. knows that, and it's work in progress, right? But I definitely see he's been putting a lot of effort into our relationship, and our communication has improved a lot. Yeah. And uh, one thing I can say without a doubt is that he does love me and I do love him. So, yeah. Okay. So, let's, you want to get Chris on the phone? Yeah, Mocha? yeah, yeah. Yo, Chris, what up? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how are you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm all right. When you were, when, when you were confronted with this, with the pictures on your phone and the messages with friends and flirty and sexual, um, you, 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 you seem to get defensive about it, right? Yeah. Why were you defensive? I don't know. I guess I felt um, a little uh, invaded, I guess. But did you not feel, did you not, like, did you feel guilt? Did you feel that you had hurt your wife or no? Uh, no. You just felt that you got caught and you felt yeah. a, an invasion of your privacy. Yeah. And then do you still feel that way? Uh, no, I don't anymore, no. Okay. How do you feel now? Um, I'd say I feel guilty now. Yeah. And what about yeah. all those uh, those flirty and, like, the, the sexual conversations via text that you were having with your female friends? Have those completely stopped? And are those women uh, still in your life? No, that's completely stopped. Oh, okay. But are they still in your yeah. life? Like, do they still text you hoping to get an answer back? They do, yeah. How did you decide or what was your train of thought? Because this is what I'm curious about. How did you convince yourself that as a married man, it was still okay to have Tinder on your phone? Uh, well, the way I see it, I mean, it's, it's basically the same as like... Uh, going to the strip club same concept in what way though well in, in just that you're seeing i guess um yeah naked but women yeah and, but and being able to talk to them but the women but when you go to a strip club those women aren't there to they're not there to pick up they're not there to hook up mm-hmm. they're working they're, they're working they're, you they're working when you're, you're, the when, you're when you're on tinder tinder is a hookup app right so how is it's it the a, same? As, how is there. it the same as going to a strip club? I mean, that's just how I was approaching it. That's all. You're rationalizing it, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. And so, when did you realize, or have you realized, that it's not cool to have Tinder on your phone and use Tinder on your phone when you are in fact married? Yeah, I, I realize that now. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. After you got caught. <laughs> so are you in? Yeah. Uh, are are you in second chance mode right now? Is that? Uh, is you, are you doing all the work? Yeah, pretty much. Why? Exactly why? Why did you need the oh, vet? Oh wow! Here we go, Mika. Mika, is he doing? Is he doing all the work, Mika? Uh, we're getting better. I wouldn't say all the work. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I am yeah, doing all the work. I'm, I'm cooking. I'm cleaning. I'm... That's not the kind no, of work no, no, we're no. talking about. We're not talking about housework, bro. <laughs> we're talking about working on your relationship and honesty and trust and building back that trust. Yeah, I know. I know for sure. Like, I, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> okay. like, I'm, I'm trying to, to build let that me, back. Let me okay. ask you this, Chris. If you were to give Mika your phone right now or after we got off the phone together, right, and she was to scroll yeah. through, uh, is she going to find anything that you would hope she wouldn't find? No, absolutely not. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, well, you guys are back together. It's a it's a second shot at love, I guess, right? Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Don't don't screw this up, Chris. Okay. <laughs> no, I will. Again, Mika loves you a lot. Aww. I know. I and, know. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and 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 Mika, don't start rolling over. Don't be don't be that easy. Okay. Yep. Okay. You got it. Okay. <laughs> you 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 stay tough. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Well, there you go. Mika what an and- update. <laughs> <laughs> Do better, Chris. Love that woman. You got a All good right. one. All right. With you right there. Okay. All right, gang. You, you guys have it, a good guys. day. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. All right you guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Demi Lovato slid into Emily Hampshire's uh, DMs to ask her on a date. Are you serious? When? Yeah. Um, like recently? I don't know when it was. So uh, Emily Hampshire from uh, Schitt's Creek. I don't know when it was, but um, they did become friends out of it and then talked about. They went on a date? But I don't know if they went on a date. They explain it in this clip. Oh, okay. I don't know if they went on a date, but whatever happened, it did lead to what seems like a really good friendship. Go for it. I don't care. So I have to say, you DM'd me. Yes. Like you on the show, we should kick it sometime. And by kick it, I mean like go on a date. I find you attractive or whatever. Like you made it clear that it was a date. Yeah, yeah. And I loved that because I was like, sometimes that's confusing, you know? Like, hey. Totally. decades older than you so kick it i was like looking at you were like i'm decades older i don't think we'll think find the same things funny i was like "Mm, excuse you and i sent you a really good meme you also said think of uh, sarah paulson and holland taylor that was the funniest thing in the world because i was holland taylor in that situation a non-binary person can dream you know what i mean i at the time i was a she she was dreaming she was dreaming big (laughs) i was like what's the worst that can happen and then i made a really good friend you're a dope friend i'm happy that we became me too i wish you were 29 (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so wild i want to know after the initial after demi sent the initial dm of like and by kick it i mean i want to go on a date right like i want to know how the rest of the conversation went yeah well it's interesting because when you you know if if demi lovato or anybody on demi lovato sort of level you know dms you and they're like hey you know let's go on a date kick it like you can't be super dismissive right you can't like you just can't like even if you're emily hampshire even if you're not like gay or even if you're not whatever like you still it's still demi lovato or it's still whoever it is right um, Channing Tatum more, he said, um, <laughs> uh, it's still, it's still whoever it is. So you just start talking, I guess. And then you become friends. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, like I guess. At one point in that text convo or in that DM convo, did it switch to, Hey, uh, take my number. Yeah. Like nobody's calling Demi Lovato a creep, right? No, 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 nobody's, no, 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 nobody's, no, 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 nobody's no. shutting down Demi Lovato. Because you hear the two of them and they have a great, they level. have great rapport, right? Yeah. They've become good friends. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's another question though. Can you become friends with somebody who 
you shut down. You know what I mean? Mm. It's always a difficult... Shem? <laughs> <laughs> Can you become friends with somebody that you shut down? Now, I'm not saying you've been shut down. Or no, I've you, been shut down. You've been oh, shut I've down. I've been shut down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I found it really difficult to be friends because, I, you know, your ego gets bruised That's a little bit, saying. right? That's what I'm saying, yeah. And it's hard. And then, yeah, you... you Unless Demi is still trying. She may be, yeah, yeah. Demi may still be trying. I've they, tried. I tried. Sorry about that. I've tried multiple times, failed. Yeah, failed Couple times. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like how hard? How hard have you failed? Oh man! Like you shot a huge shot, and listen, I stepped back, hit a. I mean, try to shoot a three. Yeah, airball. Oh, wasn't no. good. Wow. Like I, I tried to sing to a girl before. Oh, you sang this to somebody. This was in like middle school. Yeah. Um, and I had sung. Wow, you know, the trauma from middle school. I know. Middle, you know still, 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 yeah. But it's just because my song choice was bad. I think you could put me in a car. I couldn't find my middle school. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I grew up in a town where there was only one middle school. Like I don't remember stuff like this. So you sang to a girl in, in junior high. Yeah, my song choice was bad though. I sung okay. the vitamin C song. Graduate uh, for friends forever, yeah. you know. As we go on, we remember. It's really depressing, you right? Saying that to pick somebody up. Hey, listen, I tried. Okay, fair I enough. Young, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and again, air ball. Yeah. yeah. And so, do so. Did you initiate a friendship after that, or did they say no? But we can still be friends. Yeah, I got the you know, let's just be friends. But I was sort of persistent and kept trying. I'm pretty sure I sung another song. Oh right. no, you went to songs. Oh. Listen, I tried. <laughs> you know, but it was bad. Sad. It was bad. It was More, bad. have you? Have I'm still best with friends. Anybody you've ever stalked? Well, no, not stalked, but I'm still best friends with somebody <laughs> okay. I shut down. Yeah. Oh, really? You shut somebody down? Please. Yeah. Best I shut friends. My friend yeah, Dave. Right. Yeah. We're still best friends 20 plus years later. And how did Dave try to pick you up? Oh, at a bar. Yeah. And you shut him down? Yeah. Why did you shut Dave down? I wasn't attracted. Do you think Dave is still attracted to you? No, not anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mm-hmm. Did you see that photo? Of the billboard in L.A. with Justin Bieber being swapped out. In the process of changing this billboard, it was a Kim Kardashian, you know her underwear line, Skims, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was up on this massive billboard, huge okay. in L.A. Okay. And they're in the process of switching it over. Justin Bieber is part of the new, I guess it's the uh, Balenciaga campaign. Sure. So they're switching over to that campaign right. and they have to do it panel by panel yeah and somebody got a photo at the exact moment where it's half of justin bieber's body the top half yeah and it lines up perfectly arms hips everything shut up with the model for kim kardashian's skims underwear line. really yeah look at this picture <laughs> give me, give me so this. it looks like justin bieber is wearing like a half leather jacket and his hands are on his hips, but where the hands are, it's a woman's hands wearing underwear <laughs> okay. with bare legs and like gray socks. Look at this. That's a big oh, billboard too. Shut on the side up. of a building. That's deliberate. No? No, no. Like they're switching it over. Oh right? So my the person who took the photo got it at the exact moment. Oh my God. Where the workers were not switching the photo <laughs> over when they were getting like the next panel set up yeah, to switch it over. Yeah. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not like somebody did it deliberately, just I like left it like that. But look how it lines up. Look at his arm and, then and like her arm. And, and and this is a billboard. Like this isn't like the, the kind you see on the side of the road. This is up the side of a building. And it's yeah. a billboard that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten stories high. Ten stories <laughs> in between the windows. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> He's never looked better. Yeah. <laughs> Them hips. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi there. It's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hi, I'm Kayla. What's up, Kayla? Good. I'm just calling to let you guys know that today is, um, oh, hold on at me. The last day of my two year, like, mat leave. And my daughters oh. and I, who are four and two. Oh. I've been listening to you guys for the whole two years. Hello. Hello. That's Emmy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've been listening to you guys, and I just really wanted to say thank you because um, listening to you guys every morning really helped during, like, this COVID and, like, kind of strange mat leave I was on. Um, yeah. My daughters, like, love you guys and love saying, let's do the news with you guys every every morning. So, I just wanted to call and say thank you for, like, keeping the three of us going during this, not leaving this strange time. Uh, well, Hi. Uh, hello. Um, thank you for spending uh, whatever time that you have. It sounds, it's obviously that you have a very busy, uh, busy household there. So we appreciate the time that uh, we get to share with you. It really, really means a lot. Ironically, today is Roz and my uh, 12-year anniversary yeah. of doing the Roz and Mocha show. So not sure uh, for exactly how long you've been listening. It doesn't matter because we, we appreciate you and love you just as much. Well, thank you. Do you want to say hi? Hi. Hi. Um, so who wants to introduce the news then, since y'all love it so much? Do you want to say, let's do the news? Do you want to yell it like we do at home? Okay, ready? Okay, so this is Stia. She's going to do it. Oh, okay. well, well, does she know the setup? She kind of got to know the setup, Kayla. Yeah. Unless you want to do the setup. No, I don't want to do it. She'll do it. Oh, okay, go. <laughs> She's the brave one. Okay, ready? You're going to yell it? Yell it really loud so they can hear you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the setup, okay, and then okay. and then and then you gonna you're gonna yell it, okay? So I'm gonna go like this. We're gonna we're gonna do it this way. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. There hey! we go. All right, <laughs> Kayla. We love you and your entire family. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye, guys. A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss ninety two five news break. So after a delay of 13 months, Kanye's album's out now. <laughs> what a disaster. Is anybody interested after that horrific rollout? Uh, I mean, and, and according to Kanye, it wasn't even him that gave the okay for the album to be put out. According to Kanye, the record label that distributes his music, Universal, put the album out without him given the okay or without his knowledge. Apparently Universal told Variety that those allegations are, quote, preposterous. Mm. Also, Kanye, it's called a contract. Facts. <laughs> they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Uh, but so much going on. Okay, so uh, he said that Universal released it without his approval and that they blocked a song called Jail 2 from being on the album. Mm -hmm. And then I guess Jail 2 was later then added to the album on streaming services. It I was. don't know. Jail is the song that during the first listening session that he had at the football stadium. Right. Featured Jay-Z. And people were freaking out. This one. Right. God in my cells. That's my celly. Right? Yes. And people were like, great, Kanye and Jay-Z made up. Everything's good between them. Yeah. And then at his last listening session where he rebuilt his Chicago home, right. his childhood home, yeah. uh, the baby was there. And 
was on this song as well. So was Marilyn Manson. Yeah, and people were like, what the hell? Like, did Kanye just replace the baby? Or, sorry, replace Jay-Z with the baby? But it turns out, JL Part 2 features the baby. So, same song. So, is it Marilyn Manson on this song, too? I couldn't hear him. He's not all. on this. No, on this he, was at the, he was just one of the people that appeared at Kanye's. So he didn't. He didn't show up in the thing. But Mike, Jesus. So you, you have your last event. You bring out the baby. Yeah. You bring out Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And then you now also have Chris Brown pissed off at you because I guess Chris Brown was supposed to be on a track. Mm. And that track didn't make it to the final cut. And then Chris Brown went on Instagram and said, Kanye, a whole ho. <laughs> wow, not even half. <laughs> and then he said, whole. And they said, nah, he tweaking. <laughs> and then you got Soldier Boy is also pissed off at Kanye because Why? he wasn't included on the final album. He says, I don't know how to feel. Kanye sent me that song, Remote Control, yeah. and I don't hear my verse on it. Um, mm. This song right here, by the Please way. Don't ask again who's up in the van. They my only fans. I was in my hovercraft, had another laugh. So I wonder if Chris Brown was supposed to do some of these vocals and maybe Kanye just replaced Chris Brown with his own no, vocals. No, so this is Soulja Boy. Oh, sorry, Soulja Boy. Soulja, Soulja, Boy, Soulja sorry. Boy. And then he said, uh, he called Kanye the N-word, and then he said, uh, tell homie, uh, don't hit my phone anymore. Oh, um, he's a whole ho, I guess. And then a lot of people thought that Ariana Grande was on the album. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, does the person who sings on the album sound like Ariana Grande? Well, you tell me. Can you hear me? Yeah. Forever. Oh, what a terrible song. Um, and then, so the song's Just called... one part there. Yeah. So the song's called Focus. Mm -hmm. And then I guess what happened was then Ariana Grande went on social media to say, uh, you sound beautiful, and then tagged a vocalist named Stallone. Mm. I guess that was her way of saying that it is not me on the album. It's another artist named Stallone. Mm. Play that song again for me. That's terrible. Can you hear me? Yeah, forever, forever, forever. I don't think you could think like right anybody? away that that was Ariana Grande. Well, because she doesn't say any actual words. No, I know, but just from that part. But that's why it sounds like Ariana Grande. Yeah. Never understood one word she sings. Beautiful voice, though. Anyway, okay. whole asshole. Anyway. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, uh, Ed Asner passed away at the age of uh, 91. Ed Asner, of course, he was the voice of the Pixar cartoon Up. He was the old guy. Uh, but you may remember him. I mean, if you're old, you remember Ed Asner from a lot of stuff. But he was mm -hmm. also um, Santa in Elf. All right, all right. We've had another very successful year. So, after all that hard work, it's time to start preparations for next Christmas. <laughs> He's the best. He's a great Santa, too. Yeah, he was. You know? Yeah. I heard the real Santa. Yeah. Um, Huge fan. Was like, the said the same thing. Santa. He was like, this guy Huge fan plays my role yeah. so amazingly. Yeah. Ed Asner, 19, Ed Asner, sorry, 91 years old, though. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Uh, Jake Paul beat Tyrone Woodley uh, last night. They were boxing each other in the face. <laughs> um, boxing, air quotes, <laughs> boxing. It was actually not that bad. I watched yeah. it, but yeah, it looked like boxing. Because oftentimes these things don't look like boxing, right? Yeah. Uh, Jake Paul and Tyrone Woodley, it looked like boxing. Like it was, they weren't, it, they weren't embarrassing. They weren't. No, but they, they weren't, it wasn't embarrassing. I know, but you're talking about a guy who is like now getting into boxing. Right, Jake Paul, who's four and zero, who's four four and zero, shockingly, right, uh, who's four and zero, who fa- like a former UFC champion, yeah, who's been training his entire life, like since he was a kid, yeah, and he took punches, right? No, he he <laughs> nearly got knocked out. Yeah, but a lot of boxers almost <laughs> yeah. nearly get knocked out. That's but, boxing, though, right? There's you no watch the way. fight. Did you think that Tyrone Woodley was like holding back? 1000% held yeah, back well, but but again he's smart though right and again this is all money right and credit Jake Paul and Logan Paul and all that stuff they are marketing geniuses they have learned from the master in Floyd Mayweather in terms of how they promote a fight and it makes it, Jake Paul's whole thing is people want to see him get knocked out right him losing doesn't help his brand at all I, at all the I, you because you, you said the same thing after Floyd Mayweather that you said that he was holding back yeah no and neither was neither was this guy. People are having such a hard time because they haven't seen either of these two jackasses get knocked on their ass yet. That's the problem. That's mm. the problem. Their genius is, yes, marketing, but their genius is also who they choose to fight. Yeah, n- right, not boxers. He went, he went, yeah, Jake Paul went into this knowing that there was maybe a chance that he was going to get whooped by Tyrone Woodley. Right. There was a better chance that he was going to go the distance. Their, their mastery is who they choose to fight. But if you watch that fight, I watched the fight. There's no way that Jake Paul won that fight. There's uh, just no way there. But there is a way that he won it by split decision. Oh, right. That's boxing. There is a, that, that's bo- but that's, that's boxing. boxing okay. So, that's so again, terrible. you can go back to 95 different fights and go, yeah, but that's boxing, right? This shouldn't be any different just because it's Jake Paul. The mm-hmm. only problem oh. is that we still have not seen him or his jackass brother get knocked on their ass yet. Yeah. That's the problem. And we really want to. Right. Same. We do. Same. <laughs> Same. Oh. And you know what? We're going to all watch the next fight. Hoping yeah. that just happens. Hoping that, hoping that happens. And, and it the will because that, every boxer that, eventually gets knocked on his ass yeah like you will see the day when eventually he's going to pick somebody where the mistake was made and he's going to get he's going to get knocked out i know who's going to be who's that his brother they won't fight no i watch no, telling you they won't uh-uh. fight. who is no, he gonna no no because, he gonna take a dive for? no because that i won't believe right i, yeah. would, I wouldn't i wouldn't believe i wouldn't believe that fight i, I think know. i think that what makes those fights interesting is that the person standing at the other side of the ring really wants to hurt them because they really don't like them. It's not about sport. It's personal with these fights. People hate those brothers. I think those guys are are geniuses, and they're gonna they're gonna spin some sort of yeah, brotherly I, feud, and I then hope that's so what's gonna too. happen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Al Roker. How old's Al Roker? Like sixty nine. Is he? Uh, yeah. A lot of people got a real problem with uh, Al Roker being uh, out in the, the wild covering Hurricane Ida. How old is he? 67. 67. Because um, he's he's old now, right? Like older, but he's still doing He should the, not be out there. Uh, well. Out in the streets covering the hurricane. <laughs> well, so a lot of people on Twitter let it be known that they feel uh, they feel bad for Al Roker and they, they're worried for Al Roker's safety. And uh, Al Roker doing uh, an interview yesterday had this message for the people. I like to call that the Roker stance, you know. <laughs> 
standing strong up against the wind, but the water is lapping, slapping around. It, it, it's one of these things, and, and, and folks on Twitter have been, well, first of all, why is NBC putting him out there? I volunteered to come out here. This is what oh, I do. Oh. I've done this for 40 years. Uh, our crews, and we all make sure we're safe. We're not going to do something that's going to put ourselves at harm's way. Uh, right. As much as I love the weather and I love NBC, I'm not going to risk my life for it. Secondly, a number of well, he's too old to be doing this. Well, hey, guess what? Screw you, okay? It's going to keep up. Keep up, okay? Oh, damn. Uh, Al Rooker. These young Al punks. Ro- I will come after them. Wow, there Al you go. Roker with the come at me, bro. Screw you. <laughs> uh, he's the best. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hold on. Give me a sec, man. Nah, it's not the first time you said that, huh? Stop it. What is the matter with you? <laughs> what is the matter with you? That's so not cool, man. <laughs> Now I now I lost my place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the absolute worst. You're the absolute worst. Oh, here it is. Okay. Uh Honey Boo Boo's back. That's what you were looking for? Yeah, because I know you like Honey Boo Boo, but yeah. only only right now, only you're not allowed to call her Honey Boo Boo anymore. Why not? No, it's Alana or Alana, depending huh? on how she says it. So she's uh she did an interview and uh she's 16 now. She is not She's, 16 yes, years old. Yes, she is. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo is 16. She just did a feature uh, in, I don't remember what, what magazine it was. I don't think anybody really cares. Honey Boo Boo Magazine? Honey Boo Boo Magazine. But she I said, ain't no one bringing home the crown <laughs> but me, Honey Boo Boo child. Okay. Yeah. Remember when the world was obsessed? Bro, you better read Neck and Eyes. She says, my mama did not name me Honey Boo Boo. My name is Alana. That's the uh, the quote from the from the inter, uh, from the interview. Her full name. I didn't even know this. Do you know what her last name is? Do you know what the honey boo boo's last names are? Child. No, it's a child. No, no, it's Alana Francis Thompson. That's such a normal name. Yeah, such a normal name. Normal name. And that kid does nothing unless you call her honey boo boo. You yeah. know what I mean? You better <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, there you go. The Taliban have fully taken control of the airport in Kabul after the U.S. ends its evacuations, marking a victory for the Taliban. Um, They said this, the world should have learned their lesson, and this is the enjoyable moment of victory. That is from the Taliban spokesperson who released that statement. Uh, The Taliban seemingly parading all their new gear around in the skies over Afghanistan. There's a video I saw of uh, what people were saying was a U.S. Black Hawk helicopter flying over Kandahar. And what what a lot of the U.S. people were saying is that most of the equipment that was left behind was rendered sort of useless. They pull parts out of it that you can't buy on Amazon or anything like that. Uh, But the problem is that the Taliban, by some estimates, now has more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the world after the U.S. abandoned $85 billion worth of military equipment there. And the White House is saying, so the National Security Advisor, Jack Sullivan, uh, saying that the U.S. didn't have a complete picture of the defense materials that had fallen into the hands of the Taliban. And there's a lot of debate going on today about, you know, 
that number, the $85 billion number mm-hmm. and what they actually left behind. But the problem is that those Black Hawk helicopters and all the other gear that the Taliban are now using, like if you look at the Taliban, they're in U.S. soldier military yeah, equipment, yeah, yeah. right? They look like U.S. soldiers. The problem is that those Black Hawks were not necessarily left behind or given to the Taliban. Those Black Hawks were given to the Afghan national security forces to be able to defend themselves against uh, the Taliban. And they got taken over. And we all saw what happened. They just folded. Yeah. And then all that gear that did work was left for the Taliban to pick up. And then they go on YouTube and they learn how to fly a Black Hawk. And then next thing you know, they're up in the sky celebrating. So it's That's not scary, a man. it's not a good scene. And now of course the US and everybody else has to figure out what do you do? Do you do you deal with the Taliban for the sake of the safety of the Afghan people? Do you treat them like a government? Like, what do you what do you do now against this incredibly armed? They went in with 1986 Toyotas. And two weeks later, they're flying Black Hawk helicopters. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how fast that was. And you, they just pulled everybody out. They, they pulled just everybody got the, out. The last guy was out today. Last one, yeah. Out today. Um, it's a crazy scene. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, um, yeah, talk- big Shaq, <laughs> big Shaq uh, was on a podcast um, with a comedian named uh, Celine the Dream uh, episode of uh, Full Send podcast where they were asking Shaq, who is a man of the world. He's been everywhere. Yeah. Um, which cities have, in Shaq's opinion, the best women? The best women? The best women. Where were the like most attractive women? Like what city or like? You know, Toronto team. and Dallas. Dallas? And New York and Miami. Toronto, you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Toronto's off the chain. Yeah, Toronto. Are you into, like, the black women or, like, white women? <laughs> I'm, into, I'm, into, I'm, into, I'm into nice. To nice? Nice people. And I, and I, and I was an idiot. So I, was, I was, you know, my, my first girlfriend, my daughter's mother, she was perfect. I messed that up. Oh, no. And then Miles' mom, Shawnee, she was perfect. I messed that up. So I, I was more of an idiot <laughs> Oh no! than I was a, a true man. And uh, But, you know, to answer your question, Miami, Dallas, Toronto, and L.A. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> we made the list. It's a lot of area codes. It's a lot. I know. <laughs> and you know those area codes he didn't spit yeah, out because you yeah. don't you don't want all the business out there. Well, because you know, Shaq couldn't say just one city because, you know, maybe Shaq's got, you know, girls in. Like he can't uh-huh. he can't diss his Miami girlfriend by saying that Toronto has the the best looking women. Right. Right. He's gotta shout out all the cities where he's got mm. ladies. Yeah. Right? Orlando. You gotta be very diplomatic. Philly, <laughs> which city? Like who said? Which city is Dallas and Toronto? That's like that's very specific. You know what I mean? Like that is very that's very specific, yeah. right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Camila Cabello was on James Corden last night, recalling the moment that she knew that she had uh, fallen in love, or at least for uh, her boyfriend Sean Mendes. You just realized that it was five years ago that you and Sean were sat on this couch, and yeah. I was saying, "There's no way you two aren't a couple." I know, and I remember he was like, "I like her. She's the one that doesn't like me," or something like that. And at that time, I was like completely in love with him, and he was the one that. Like, I thought wasn't in love with me back. And I was sat here, and I remember being like, what the, what the? Yeah. And I remember backstage after our interview, I was like, why did you say that? Because you know that I like you. <gasps> and you're the one that, <laughs> it was so stupid. We were 16. Um, so maybe, 
We were I like 17, maybe it's like I six years it. ago. It might be six years. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And look at us now. I knew. COVID puppy. I knew the whole thing. Pregnant with the COVID puppy. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I like that it all happened backstage. I, I like know. that that fight happened backstage. Yeah, the flirty fight. Yeah, yeah. I know. Why would you what say did you, that? Why would you say that? You know I love you. <laughs> so great. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Adam Levine is uh, defending Olivia Rodrigo. He did this over the weekend amid the allegations that her debut album, Sour, plagiarized the work of other musicians. Uh, in the months six, in the months since its record-shattering release, Sour has drawn comparisons to the likes of Taylor Swift, Paramore, and Elvis Costello. Uh, Adam Levine says, um, there's all this drama about Olivia Rodrigo. Look, these are tricky things, and anyone who's ever written a song knows that sometimes you rip something off inadvertently and it makes it to tape and then it gets released and then there's a lawsuit and everybody's now going back to that lawsuit from Marvin Gaye against Pharrell Williams and uh, Robin Thicke. Oh, with Blurred Lines, yeah. Because that was a huge precedent-setting lawsuit, mm. which was like seven-point-something million dollars, which was a settlement. And what makes that tricky is that when it's not a blatant fabrication, what you then do is you have people trying to copyright a vibe. And that makes things yeah. really difficult. But because of the settlement of that case, now ev- now it's all up for grabs. And uh, last week, Olivia had to add Paramore singer Haley Williams and former Paramore guitarist Josh Farrow as co-writers on Good For You. Um, oh, wow. Which a lot of people said sounded just like Paramore's 2007 song, uh, Misery Business. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo has also listed Taylor Swift on the uh, tracks Deja Vu and One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. So that's the way that you wow. have to do it now is that you get accused and then you have to go and Even add if you're these. you drawing inspiration from yes, somebody. Yes, you have to go now and add these people as co-writers. Um, the only cool one wow. out of the whole bunch was Elvis Costello because Olivia Rodrigo was accused of um, ripping off uh, Elvis's Pump It Up, which came out in 1978. And then when fans started going in on Olivia Rodrigo and they looped Elvis Costello into it, he said, this is fine by me. It's how rock and roll works. You take the broken pieces of another thrill and you make a brand new toy. That's what I did. <laughs> so that was uh, Elvis Costello's wow, reaction so to, uh, to that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Soldier Boy is going in on Kanye West. So the story with Soldier Boy was that um, he was supposed to be on Donda, and mm-hmm. I guess Kanye courted him real hard and went at him and was like, "I really want you on this." And then Donda was released, uh, and Soldier Boy's verse wasn't on it. But I guess Soldier Boy was like talking it up a whole lot, like leading up to the release of Donda, and he's pissed that Kanye didn't say anything to him. Uh. So this is uh, Soldier Boy giving his opinions on uh, what Kanye did. It was just more of a thing to where explaining it to my fans, so where they not where they they not in the dark about the whole situation, but. As far as, like, when it comes to music, man, I'm always open to create, like, it ain't nothing like that when I'm just like, oh, I ain't gonna never work with Kanye again, you know what I'm saying? Like, he blamed it on Universal. You saw that tweet where he was like, yo, Universal... That's Cal. That's that's Cal. That's Cal. Wow. That's Cal. He just... Only reason he said that, why you ain't said that before the album come out? You wait till I express myself on social media, and then you made an excuse. Just say, you... You love Big Draco off the album, but you know what you did. Don't put it on the label. Hey, I don't bro. give a damn if he mad. I don't care how he feeling. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you could have called me. Before the leak, before everything, you could have called me and said, Draco, this the reason why your album, this why, this the reason why you didn't make the album. 
Yeah. Don't have me reading social media and you saying, oh, it's because of the lady. Just like you called me personally and asked me to be on the album, oh. just like you personally sent me the beat in the oh. song, just how you personally been calling oh. me every single day till the album came out, you can't personally call me and say you didn't make the album. Oh. <laughs> I kind of agree with him. <laughs> of course. Right? Of course. That's a terrible thing to do to somebody. Yeah, to beg and beg and beg. And then the album comes out and you're excited because you're on a Kanye West hyped up album that's been hyped up for 13 months yes, now. Yes, yes. And you don't hear your verse. By the way, the song he was supposed to be on yeah, yeah, is yeah. Uh, Remote Controlled. It's this Please one. Please don't ask again Who's up in the fan They my only fans I was in my hovercraft Had another laugh How you roll with them When you know I'm him Got it on So even still mm. After Soldier Boy said all that, like just silence from Mr. West. Like he's not going to say anything, right? No, 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 no. There's a uh, there's a long list of famous actors who have been cut from movies. Where like you go through the audition process and you film scenes, and then I guess they notify you or your agent that the entire part was uh, was cut. Um, that sucks. Apparently, Paul Rudd was in Bridesmaids. Was he really? Yeah, got huh. cut. Uh, My Rudolph was in Anchorman, got cut. Harrison Ford was in E.T. and got cut. Um, Angela Bassett was apparently in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like her. Um, of course, Kevin Spacey and all the money in the world. Uh, Ellen Pompeo was apparently in uh, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Remember Eric Stoltz, Back to the Future? Eric Stoltz was the Marty McFly character in Back yeah. to the Future. And they actually filmed scenes with him. Like, there's scenes that you can watch A lot where, of scenes. where it's like Eric Stoltz in the Marty McFly outfit with, like, mm. the, the puffer vest and everything on. Yeah. Right? Let me see who else I got here. Um, oh, Tim Roth was supposed to be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I like Tim Roth. God, I still love that movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did I ever see that? I think I saw it. The Tarantino one that came out like last year or something like that? Mm, no, I didn't watch that one. You didn't watch it? You mm -mm. didn't see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. What's the matter with you? With uh, Leo? Yeah, DiCaprio? yeah. It's like Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, and Margot Robbie, right? Margot oh, Robbie. That's yeah. a great cast. Yeah, dude. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my favorite Tarantino movie. I should get around to watching it then. Yeah. How have you not even accidentally watched know. it? I don't know. Like, do you not? <laughs> it's a I don't, great cast. It's it's a great cast. Yes, wow. it's a it's a great uh, it's a very good cast. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was apparently in Gravity. Was he really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't know what he would have done in Gravity, but uh, but they cut him. But yeah, that happens. It happens all the time. But you but you assume that the director, somebody would tell you, like mm. Robert Downey Jr. isn't going on opening weekend to see Gravity, <laughs> only to realize he's not on it. Like he's, he's not in it. Yeah. He probably still hasn't watched that movie. Right. Like what Kanye did with Donda and all these people who he begged to be on the record and then didn't make the final cut, but he didn't tell them is just so wrong. Yeah. Foul. Like, one, it's no way to treat an artist, but two, I assume they're friends. I know. Well, not anymore. Right? Not, not anymore. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, just an hour after it was announced that uh, Mike Richards was fired as executive producer from Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, mm. uh, one of Jep's most beloved champions, uh, James Holzhauer, took to Twitter to say this. 
Do I think Mike Richards' podcast comments were appropriate for polite society? No. But did he deserve the benefit of the doubt for the job that he did running Jeopardy? Also, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Who's he, this guy, Jeff? So James Holzhauer. Oh, so James. so there's, the, there's the big three, right? Ken Jennings, James, and then I don't remember who the other guy is. Um, God, one of the other nerds. But yeah. they're, they're the big three that did the super tournament of champions, those, right. those three guys. Did they face off against the robot? No, the no, 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 no. There, the, there was the three oh, of them. Okay. There was the three of them on the on the on the podium. I don't remember who the other guy was. He was good too, though. But I like James a lot. Um, and then he and then what's that? Yeah, Brad Rutner. That's the oh, other. Okay, that's the okay. other guy who was really smart. Um, and then uh, James also tweeted out a uh, gift from the Wizard of Oz, which was uh, Ding Dong, the witch is dead. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, bro. So. Mike Richards did one day of tapings before it all went to hell for him. And then he, I guess, quote unquote, removed himself from the host position. Uh Um, And then it was all just too much because as we had said, when this was all going down, that Jeopardy has always had one thing that other shows wish they had. And that was integrity. Yeah. Jeopardy was always, they, they just leaned so heavy into the integrity of the show. And as soon as all the stuff went down with Mike Richards, that's what, that was the first thing to go. And um, so despite leaving his role as host, um, he hadn't yet stepped down from executive producer. And Sony Pictures Television told staff that we had hoped that when Mike stepped down from his host position at Jeopardy, it would have minimized the disruption and internal difficulties we have all experienced these last few weeks. That clearly has not happened. Mm -hmm. So, fired. There you go. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Well, here we are again on the podcast. Time to answer some questions. Uh, we'll head to the phones first, as we always do. Hello, Victoria. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. What is your question? So my question is, who's the better singer between Maury and Mocha? Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> how do we determine that, fellas? Well, Frig, what do you mean, how do we determine it? <laughs> Obviously, we have to sing. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. Well, I'd say you, but I, I, I'm going to give it the best shot. I'm, I know I'm not a good singer, yeah. except for in the shower. I don't think anybody would say that Maury would be a better singer than Mocha, but I don't know if we've ever heard Mocha sing in any sort of serious what's way. A, what's right? a song? What's a song? We hey, have Shem, to have... Help us out here, man. Shem's the, uh, the singer I have one room. ready. You have one ready. So you, what, you prepared? I Hold on, what? That's yeah. not fair. Wait a second. You prepared, but Maury sets up these calls, by the way. Did you tell Mocha about this? No. Why? He gets the sheet. That's not fair. No. You can't prepare. Not cool. No. New song. Throw that paper away. No, no. This no, is, no, not this cool. is the song not cool. I last said. Uh-uh. No, not cool. Well, I can throw the paper away. It's not still cool. the song I'm using. No, not no. cool. We're going to pick cool. a new song. Yeah, we're going we're, we're gonna to determine the song. We're no, it's not. Go- no, no hang on. It's are... not the song you know all the words to. It doesn't it's, matter. It's, it should be a song that, like your karaoke song. No. It should be a song that you can no. sing well. No, no. Sham, uh, help us out here. What uh, what song should they What song should they do? I think Boy is legit mad. He said, "Victoria, <laughs> what you well, can't see is Boy sitting there." Why are you so mad? <laughs> and he's shaking because his I don't head. see why it matters. But why didn't you tell Mocha about this? He gets the sheet. That's not. It's your job to tell Mocha about this. Do you, do you, here's the thing. I didn't prepare. It's a song I like to sing. I know, but you came out here with lyrics. You he, knew what was happening. 
Yes. Right. So why didn't you tell Mocha? This is you fixing it, so maybe you have a shot at winning. I, I'm not going to win. I know, but why? I know. It, it, look at it, it's, it's we so, know, but... It's, we know that. <laughs> that's the, but it, that's, 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 that's the story behind it, man. Um, okay. Uh, Shem, what's the, what song do you have that you've prepared, and it's got And it has to be a song that both Maury and I... Somewhat Some, no, I guess. Somewhat no. Yeah. Right? How about just keep it simple? Do Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Everybody no. knows oh. it. Because that's not a song you sing. What, what are you talking what are you, about? Twinkle I sing, Twinkle Little. Like, I have Journey. Don't stop believing. Yeah, let's do Twinkle Twinkle Little Star first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a great track, do we need a backing track for this? Um, Hold on. I get it. Yes, yeah, but I don't know the words the, to that. What's that? I don't know the words to that. Oh, you, so you didn't print them out ahead of time? <laughs> Did she? I have a journey. Don't oh, stop interesting, believing. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Okay, so a fair competition yeah. is not what you're is not what you're into. Okay, Maury, uh, would you like to go first? I, yeah, I know the first, first two lines. Okay. Which are Twinkle Twinkle Little No, okay, I know the first line. Okay. When do I go? I guess it doesn't matter. In a second. Okay. And now you go. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder okay, stop for, stop how for a second. Okay. You Can you hear the music at all? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with journey. Okay. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna start we're gonna start this again. Yeah. We're gonna start this again. Okay. So uh, here we go. Little musical uh, intro. Maury's so mad. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> okay. And here we go. Here we go, Maury. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder. How... Can you hear the music? <laughs> I'm going to yes, say would you no. stop interrupting the music? Okay. I'm not the one interrupting the music. Okay, one more time. <laughs> From <laughs> when the top. When do I get to sing the song <laughs> I have? I don't know if you're going to get to today. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah, it is. Not as good as Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, though. Okay. Ready, Dan Maury? Okay. I have a better idea. Here we go. In three, three two, two, one. Twinkle, twinkle, little no. star. Okay. Can you, like, I don't understand. <laughs> Why don't I do the song I have? I, I don't want that. Stop music. with the song no, you have. I'll do these stop, lyrics. No, stop with the song okay. you have. We're doing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. We've all agreed on it. This no, is we what have the, not. This is what the competition is based on. Okay, so one more time from the top. Okay, ready, Maury? Do your best. Three, Do your best. Two, two one. one. And twinkle, twinkle, little. Stop, stop. What's the matter with you? Just take it seriously for, I for am. one second. I thought if I was going too slow, I would speed it up a little you bit. You can hear the music, though. Yes, I can. Okay, so do, do it to the music. I am. You're not. I thought I was. No, here we go. From the top. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm getting so mad track. now. It's ruining my day. Over twinkle, twinkle. Then can I do okay. my song? No. Okay, here we go. Enough with your song. Ready? Okay. Here we go. And... Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the house so far, down you go in the car. Okay. okay, okay, okay. 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 Well, I don't even think you need to try, Mocha. <laughs> Thank you, Mocha One. I, I certainly don't think there's going to be anything worse than that. Uh, does, that an, does that answer your question? Does she want to hear Journey? No, nobody wants to hear Journey. <laughs> Uh, th does, that I think I'm good. does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It right. did. Oh, wow. Have you ever been more mad right now, Maureen? I just want to sing Journey. Why, though? Why? Because I, I, like, I sang the song in the car and I thought it would 
So you rehearsed. Not only did you print out lyrics, you rehearsed for this. It happened to come on the radio. Hold on. So I sang, and I'm like, that song is a great song. You rehearsed for this. But I figure if I have any stinking chance... Is that how the saying goes? Yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying is that you didn't give Mocha a chance. You didn't tell him about this or let him prepare. I thought he would sing, sing like a song from the Biggie or Tupac off the no, top no, of no, his no, head. No, 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 but I'm just saying that you didn't you didn't level the playing field here, man. Like, Do you want the a, lyrics to Journey? It's a little, uh, no. I would say it's a little. Do you know the song? I would say it's a no. little unfair, right? Just a small town girl. He's trying to do anything he can. I thought for sure that he would tell Mocha and that you guys would have like a song prepared. And that's uh, what I, I that's what I was hoping yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But uh, um, I think that we I think that we did enough though, where you would uh, know that there's just no possible way that Mocha could do a worse job on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> I, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Love you lots, Victoria. Right. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, Britt says here, extremely difficult question for you today, friends. Mm-hmm. Drum roll, please. Toilet paper, over or under? Okay. We've had this discussion yeah. many times before. It's not a difficult question unless you well, live... Legally, it's it, over. Unless you live in my house. What do you mean legally? Like, that's the rule. That way, because if it's rule. under, the roll can continuously turn. It can Over, it kind always, of locks itself it can, in. It can no, always it continuously it turn. It always continuously turns. No, but under, gravity pulls it down. But it's just the other way. Yeah, but it's it just stops facing the, in the wall. Over. It like doesn't it, stop. Nothing stops. It has a better chance of stopping on the over. Um, the patent for toilet paper, and we've had this discussion many times, it should, clearly shows it in the original patent for the toilet paper and the toilet paper roll with it being over. That mm-hmm. was the intended way, uh, or as Maury would like to say, the legal way of putting <laughs> toilet paper on a roll. However, if you're in my house, um, the girls that I live with, Catherine and Roxy, it is under all the way. And anytime really? I attempt to change it, uh, I walk back into the bathroom and it's flipped the other way. Well, and have I you thought really? of printing the patent and taping I've it to the wall? I've showed it to both of them. <laughs> I've showed it to both of so them. So do you think maybe they just they do it now care. out of spite? No, uh, no, no, no. I think they prefer it that way. Oh, they prefer the Because other it way. pulls quicker. They prefer, they prefer it to be under. Because it pulls quicker. No, no, I don't know why. I think it might be an aesthetics thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Maybe I have no idea why. I don't. Uh, know we why. do over every now and then. If my wife puts a, the toilet paper roll on, like if one finishes, she puts it on. Sometimes she puts it, and I don't think for aesthetic or for preference or anything. It's just mm-hmm. the way it ends up. She just puts the roll on. And if it's under, I always switch it back to over. Well, that's why if you have guests, you can, if it's over, you can fold it nicely so that it looks like it's at a hotel. Yeah, like in a hotel. They do fancy things with toilet papers in a hotel. You can't do that when it's under. You can only do that when it's, when it's over. And I, and I always feel like I have to reach behind and go digging for it if it's, if it's (laughs) under. You know what I mean? Right? Like it's just, (laughs) just a small town girl. Living in a lonely world. Right, Maureen? Is that yeah, she goes? took the midnight train yeah, going there we go. anywhere. Uh, Stefania asks here, uh, and this is this is great for you, Ross, to answer. You'll mm. be very helpful with this. Uh, we just rescued two kittens from oh, a local yes. shelter. I haven't owned a cat since I was a kid. 
Any tips or advice? Yeah, if they're um, if they're babies, you have to play with them. Like that's the thing; they'll play with each other if there's yeah. if there's two of them. But you have to play with them. Like they need they need a ton of attention and they need a ton of those stupid toys. What we bought, and we bought it when we got the the baby cat when he was still little, and now he's like almost two, and we can't get rid of it because he uses it every day. Which is, we got one of those three tunnel system things oh yeah and it, and it lies on the floor and there's a hole in the top of it and like they move around it's just nylon right you can fold it up when you're done with it if you want to but we throw all his toys in the middle of it and then he goes in there and one by one brings them all out and he oh. plays with them individually during the day but he hides in those tunnels he runs through those tunnels he jumps out of those tunnels and every single day he still uses those tunnels and oh, it yeah. is by far oh, so his most favorite thing and the other thing he loves is they don't necessarily love like they don't love the stuffy toys and they don't love that. We went to the dollar store and Catherine bought a box of these, I don't know, cat toys or whatever toys they are, but they're little tiny like plastic springs. They're maybe the size of like a, a wine bottle cork. Okay. Yeah, they, they, right? I saw those at the grocery store. Yeah. Buy those. Your cat will love them. Yeah. Like kittens love those things. And that's how Moo, our young cat, learned how to play catch or le sorry, learned how to play fetch where you could throw that down the entire hallway of the house and he'll run after it and bring it back to you. At what right? age, because cats are like, you know, known to be savage and like yeah. they don't care about anything. At what age do they just like, not that they don't care about you, yeah. but they start being a little bit more independent where they just want to be left alone or go into a corner and do their own thing. See, our cats aren't like that. And we have three and they're oh, all wow. different ages and all different kinds of cats. Our cats all love being around us. Oh. They just need less of you when they are around you. Like, okay, like, gotcha. like our old cat Pickles will just sit on the back of the couch and wrap herself around Roxy's shoulders like she's a feather boa. Oh, yeah? Where she just hangs off her, and then Roxy puts her head back and uses her as a pillow. Uh -huh. And that's that's their entire relationship, right? Do you ever use, like, the empty toilet paper roll as, like, a... Cause oh, I, yeah, all that find, stuff is great. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I've spent hundreds of dollars on toys for our dog, and all he cares it. about is a piece of paper. Yeah, my cat loves, when I bring home groceries, he walks over to the bags on the counter and puts his head through one of the handholes and starts going through the groceries. Oh, no! Right, like, that's that's his thing. <laughs> or or uh, if you have cats, what they like more than anything else is a cardboard box. Mm -hmm. That's oh, yeah? it. They'll jump in it. They'll play in it. Scratch the they'll nails. They'll scratch it. They're everything. And you also have to find out what kind of cat you have because when cats are babies, um, some cats like to scratch cardboard and some cats like to scratch carpet. And you have to figure Ugh. out which kind of cat you have because we have two cats that are cardboard cats and one cat that's a carpet cat. Do you have and one so, of those scratching posts? Yeah. So we have one that lies on the floor that's almost like a carpet-like thing. Oh, okay. And um, one of them scratches that. The other one scratched the cardboard that we have. We have so you just have, have cardboard everywhere? No, no. We have, you or can, have you like can a... get scratching posts that are cardboard. Oh. It's like tightly packed corrugated cardboard. Yeah. And, and the other cat won't even go near it, has never been interested in it, really? but only goes for the carpet scratcher. So you have to find out which, which you have. Have you ever thought of getting a harness and taking your cats for a walk? I've seen this in the park where people have their cats in the park on a harness. I have too. I don't like it. I don't think a cat wants to be on a harness unless you have one of those cool cats that like, you see those videos of guys on YouTube where the cat's on their shoulder and they're oh, climbing like Kilimanjaro and stuff yeah. like that. There's cat backpacks. Yeah, I don't even think cats want to be in a backpack. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, no. I saw a woman um, uh, right by where my mom's apartment is. There's a church and it was the winter. It was like February and I went to see my ma and I saw a woman walk out of the back door of a church in February in a snowstorm 
and she walked out the back door in a bikini with a cat on a leash to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> what? And, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I'd never. It would have been weird. That would have been weird walking out of any building. But it was walking out of the back door of a church. Did you ask her? No, no. Yeah, I didn't want to know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to know what's going on. Yeah, in your there. life is you better. Not yeah, knowing. <laughs> my life is way better not knowing. Uh, uh, but anyway, that's all the stuff you can do for little cats. Um, Dallas says here, which is the better holiday meal? Turkey or roast beef? What What's oh. the holiday associated with okay. roast beef? For Rosh Hashanah, you want roast beef for that holiday. So is that is that a thing? Is that uh, what, is that what you guys way, eat on Rosh Hashanah? Hag Sameach, because it's Rosh Hashanah right now. Right. So, But is that a typical yes, Rosh Hashanah? Yes, you do a roast. But, yeah. uh, but I'm going to say for Christmas or Thanksgiving, turkey. That's my answer. No, but what's the better holiday meal, though? Oh, turkey. Yeah. I love beef, though. But what? So what holiday but meal do you have a roast? But that's the thing, though. We don't have roasts or anything like anything beef for any holidays. Like it's always do, either chicken or turkey, maybe some duck. What do you do at Thanksgiving? Uh, turkey. And what do you do at Christmas? Sometimes we do turkey or chicken. Yeah. Like, I think the thing is, it's because turkey oh, is the ham only meat as well. Well, turkey is the only meat that you can really stuff. What, what do you mean? Like turkey comes with more things. Beef is just beef. Turkey comes with the stuffing, the cranberry. There's more you can do with well, turkey. Well, turkey doesn't come with all those things. No, but, well, it's, part of, all those things. it's part of the combo. But anything that you can combo up with a turkey, you can combo up with a roast. Mm-hmm. I you guess have, I'm just like you, you wouldn't, think of, tur- you wouldn't think of beef and gravy and, and veg yeah. and like you can get the supporting cast looking very similar. But um, what's the the what's the sort of better the better meal? Because we do turkey at Thanksgiving and we do turkey at Christmas. I think right? they're better memories with turkey. I agree with you on that. I I don't have a whole lot of great memories sitting around with the roast, beef. <laughs> right? Like you know, I don't remember that one Christmas with the beef. Yeah, yeah. I don't have. Yeah, I don't. I don't. There's not parts of my childhood where I where I look back, you know, fondly on beef. Yeah. Right? Like, like there's no pictures of families with beef. It's no. all like you know that famous picture where they're all around the table with the turkey. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly, exactly. I'm sure. More, I'm sure Frank, your your dad, Maury. Has some horrible memories about beef <laughs> when you were when you were a child. <laughs> that famous Rosh Hashanah. Uh, yeah. Um, no. So I mean, I do love a roast, though. I do love a roast, but it's it's tough to get a roast cooked perfectly. Like it's mm. really really difficult to get a roast. Like I would just rather have steak. I would rather do everybody their oh, own steak rather than rather than do so rather than do a roast. Um, but yeah, no, no. I mean, Hungry uh, Man does a really good roast. Yeah. What is that? The microwaveable one. Oh. What? The TV dinner. Oh, the hungry man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Yo, yeah. my sister. I, sorry, talking about our love for uh, for beef, and Maury start mentioning hungry man. I yeah. thought <laughs> I thought this was an OnlyFans <laughs> model he subscribed to. One of my sisters, uh, Laura. She used. I don't know if she does now anymore, but used to kill kill those hungry man quick dinners. Really? Yeah. Like not that long ago. Did like they, you, I would go like to my parents' an place. Yes, and in the freezer there would be like ten. Really? Do they still those, separate all of them. the stuff on the tray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all separated now. And so would she do that because she doesn't like to cook, or uh, because just or, a quick meal? Yeah, just a quick meal. Uh-huh. Huh? I, I find you don't never, get enough in those. Yeah, I could, I could just. There I, was one that I could I saw. never. I think I tried it once, and I was like, mm, no thanks. Swanson makes a good one. <laughs> oh, you don't still eat those things, though, more. No, I haven't had them in years. When's the last time you had, okay, when's the last time you had, like, either, uh, like, a Hungry Man or a Swanson or a can of, like, that 
what is it? What is it? The company Puritan Beef Stew? Oh, Chef Boyardee. No, no, not Chef oh, Boyardee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the pure, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the pure. Like <laughs> it the, almost tastes like dog food. Yeah, like, like I, you know. I've had the Chef Boyardee beefaroni recently. But Chef Boyardee's for children. Like, you don't eat that as an adult. But, like, adults trick themselves into thinking that, like, that um, the steak and potatoes in a can is an actual meal. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? <laughs> What are those things called? What's the company that makes those? There's another one. Um, oh, like Chunky? Chunky. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. As an adult, like yeah. prior to Jenna. When's right? the last time you had a can I, of Chunky? The last time I had it was like a few years ago. I bought one can because I just wanted to see. If you still liked it. Yeah, what yeah. the flavor was like. Yeah. And it was my favorite was always chunky clam chowder. Yeah. Oh my Ooh, god, that's nasty! Oh, I chunky stew, oh. not clam chowder. Yeah. You can't get clams I would out of a always can. do clam chowder. That was my wow. favorite, and really? I had it, and I felt terrible. Yeah. Afterwards, but before, before I met Jenna, you'd yeah. open my cupboard, yeah. and when they were on sale, I used to go ham on every single really? version of them. Yes, I used to buy all of them and stack I, them. For me, it was the beefaroni, the can, the Chef Boyardee. Yeah, when you're a kid, though. No, adult. Really? Yeah, when I work overnights before your shift, you would open up a can and nuke it up. Oh, everything is just so soft in those yeah. cans. Like, everything. I know. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter what the noodle was. They all tasted the same. Exactly well, the, the, the beefaroni, same. the one, it was like, it was tubed beef. What do you mean tube? Like it was like a round tube of beef. Do you, do you, yeah, do rigatoni. You, do you mean like rigatoni or penne? But they call it the beefaroni. Yeah. Right? So it was, it was like a tube of pasta yeah. with the beef shoved in it. It's rigatoni. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's not <laughs> tube beef. Anyway, here are the uh, the hungry man uh, meals raws. This is what, what they, uh, oh, what they look like. Those. Sports Grill, look at yeah. that! Oh yeah, chicken fingers yeah, with fries. Yeah. yeah, God, they've become, they've become advanced, huh? But how are those fries after the microwave? Well, how's all of it after the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so gross. yeah, like you're worried about the fries. You ever had chicken fingers that were microwave? <laughs> no. <laughs> and the mashed potatoes is terrible. That's not. Yeah, uh, they have um, like steak. They got a ham. They got chicken wings. They <laughs> the microwave chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. Salisbury steak. Yeah, that's the classic. Oh, I saw right? at the grocery store frozen Montreal smoked meat that you put in a, like it comes in a sack. Yeah, you put it in water. You boil oh, you've it. heard of this. I yeah, thought that sounded nasty. No, what is that? Sorry? Is, yeah. Montreal smoked meat that comes but, frozen that you you put the sack in water. But that's how that, that's how the French do it, though, more. <laughs> you put the sack in the water? Yeah. You meat's put the, ready. Yeah. 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 You dip, how long? You, 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 you just, well, first of all, you dip it a couple times, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Yeah, that's how uh, that's how you do that. Uh, but there's a lot of those. Just to get it started. Yeah, the Puritan <laughs> ones. The Puritan can was the uh, and then the chunky. But Puritan really has the has that lock. But there's another one that I I know of. I can't even think of the name of it right now. It's it's, it's almost Texas style. Like it's got a weird like logo where it's like oh, it's like steak something or other. I don't know what it is, but I, that was the one that I used to enjoy. Was it like a a, was the can like brown? Was it like a it's brown? brown with like yellow, yellow writing yes, on it? Yes, I know that. Yeah. But I don't know yes. what I don't know what that is. Del Monte? No, no, it's called like I don't know what it's called. Like type te- in Mexican Texas, Texas no, stew Texas, or or te- type in Texas stew can. Te- te- well, I've typed in just about a lot of things except for dip, dipping the sack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that on a work computer. <laughs> We'll end on this one. Mel yeah. says, what's your current binge shows? Shem has given me some great recommendations, and I'd like to get some from the rest of you. Please and thank you. I've been watching Alone. 
What's on, alone? Uh, I, we watch Seen it on we watch that. it on Hulu, but I think you can get it on like Apple or whatever it is. Alone is like extreme Survivor man. So alone is they take ten guys. Oh, so it's a reality show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they take ten guys and they're allowed to bring ten items from an approved list of I think thirty items. So there's thirty items available to you. You can bring ten: an axe, a saw, flint for fire, um, a fishing net, whatever it is. You're allowed to bring ten things, and then they go out into some hugely remote area, like completely isolated area, and then they take those ten guys and they stick them in that isolated area alone but they're all separated by like 10 miles oh wow! so you are alone but they also give them a case with all their camera gear in it and they have to film it themselves oh geez and it's the it's the last man standing wins five hundred thousand dollars but you don't know who has tapped out you don't know how many people are left you don't know anything and if you lose your flint to make fire Nobody comes and gives you a new one. There's no challenge where you can get a new one. You're going home. This guy had a lean-to. Like, he had a tarp against a tree with a stick on his first night. And on his first night in the night vision camera that he set up outside, he was lying under a tarp, and about six inches away from his head on the other side was a black bear. Oh, my God. Right? Wait, so these people, though, the contestants, right? Are are they skilled in... Are they like adventurers or yeah. are these just like regular Yeah, for the for the most people? for the most part they are. Um they're really good at it. Um but what you find is that it's not the being able to catch fish, make fire, make shelter that becomes a problem when you get to like day 50. Um, fifth five zero yeah, yeah when you get to, to like how many days are they or it, i guess it's just whoever it's, it's, it's whoever the last guy the is, last is right oh my God. so they had it was 10 guys six guys were gone in the first week wow right? and then four were there for another 45 days wow right um and what you find is that it's not the uh, it's it's not the being able to do the sort of survival things what you find that they have to deal with is the 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 mental part of it it's the being alone what happens right? if you get hurt though like if they're out there by themselves and they yeah. only have the camera gear they, to film everything they do do periodic medical checks but that's okay. that's not on the show like they oh, go okay, i think they okay, do okay. do medical checks but that's not on the show um but it's incredible like you just see you just watch these men go crazy like they just lie in the tent. Like this one guy is like lying in his tent and he's like, you know, I don't want to get wet today. And it's been pouring rain for eight straight days. Oh, he's, geez. he's like, See, I what got my 10 things would be a book. So to keep you occupied. Yeah. But you'd wind up burning it fast because uh-huh. these guys went there and they were in the season one was shot in North Vancouver Island. And that part of Vancouver gets 12 feet of rain a year. Ooh. And so it was raining eight days for every one day that it wasn't raining yeah and everything there was wet so even doing the basic things like keeping your shoes dry um starting a fire not having the fire go out everything that is just basic became impossible so if you want to give up right like those six people radio they give you a radio okay 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 you you tap out and they come get you immediately gotcha one guy one guy didn't he was no good at catching fish and there was no animals there for him to hunt so he set up these rock traps that he made uh-huh. to catch mice that's how desperate he was okay that's so gross and then he sat there with a rock on his lap and his knife and he skinned a tiny little mouse oh! and then stuck a tiny little mouse on a stick and put it over the fire and ate it like a single chicken wing oh! and he did that for weeks oh! 
he only lived on he only lived on the mice that he was able to Couldn't catch in his traps. Could you just become a vegetarian and that just eat the plants? So no, because that time of year there's no. The, the, okay, so you could eat the plants. No, but, like you could tap a tree and like suck the sap. No, but that's not going to like that. You, that's uh, that's next to impossible to do. First and of also, all, and also you're supposed then you have to know like what plants are. That's not the whole poisonous, thing, right? That's the whole thing. Like this one guy's going out and he's eating. He's just like, reaching into the water, but he knows which weeds you can eat. Yeah, like he knows which ones are safe to eat and which ones are not safe to eat. And so you know you have that knowledge going in, but it only comes down to the mental. And game. What's the prize? Five hundred thousand dollars. What yeah. was the longest? Somebody fifty. It was fifty six days. Holy, yeah, fifty six. Yeah. yeah, this guy was fifty six days. And when they came to tell him, they were like, they came and they they, they showed up on the screen and they were like, we told so and so Alan that uh, we were going to uh, come and do a regular wellness check on him. And then so the cameras are there. He just thinks that it's a, they're taking his pulse and everything else to do a wellness check. And uh, they said, Alan, they go, uh, it's over. And he goes, what do you mean it's over? And he's like, everybody's gone. And his first reaction was, so soon? No. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This guy was, pre- he was, and then in his interview wow. afterwards, he was like, honestly, I was fully prepared to do the entire winter and had already started making spring plans. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He was willing to stay for as long as it, for as long as it took. Wow. He would have been there a hundred days. Wow. If it, uh, drink, I guess yeah. you could drink, you would drink your own pee. No, you don't drink your own pee. Yeah, that's not you. You find it. So you, they build shelter. You got to find a fresh water source. If you can't find a fresh water source, you have to build fire to start boiling water. Um, so you can so you can drink it. And that's really their day to day. Wow, it's nuts. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Insane. Yeah, uh, watch so you're that watching show. That show. Yeah. What do we watch? We I kind of like stick to the same. Uh, Ted Lasso is always my number one recommendation always, yeah. to people. Uh, we watch Truth Be Told on Apple. Uh, if you haven't watched Physical yet on Apple, that is amazing. Yeah. There's a new show on Netflix coming out called Made, um, M-A-I-D. Okay. And it's about a woman going through like a custody battle with her emotionally uh, abusive husband. I know it sounds really heavy. Uh-huh. Um, Catherine and I watched this. We had it on. We had it on preview. Um, when that show comes out, it will be Jenna's favorite show. Really? Yeah, guaranteed. It will be Jenna's favorite show. The show is so good. The writing is so good, and everybody in it is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't, they're in. Oh God, I don't even know how many seasons now. They're like eleven years in. Um, but if you haven't watched Jersey Shore yet, <laughs> we're still. <laughs> Jenna and I still watch. Give that, that a go. <laughs> Damn, more Heard shows great you guys things. Watching? I mean, I binge Friends every day. Yeah, but what's, um, what, what's new though? So People I love watching Ted Lasso. Um, I loved Younger. I binged all of that. Yeah, that was, that really was a good. fun show. Yeah, that's with uh, who's that? The girl in that again? Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that Hillary and uh, Grace and Frankie is my. I yeah, just love that show. Watch that. Uh, also, uh, I got Shem into uh, what's that show? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Baby. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. a good one. Did you one watch too. all things, Shem? Oh my it? god! Un- Thank you, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good show. It's yeah. basically it's, um, it's Succession on a Ranch. Yeah. Yeah, that's way to yeah it. it's Cowboy Succession. Yeah. Uh, there you go, Mel. Thank you to everyone for uh, all of your questions. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.